You remember Owen Shaw? The one we tore half of London down trying to get. Well, this is a big bad brother. British Special Forces assassin. The kind of unique asset that no government would ever admit to employing. How do I find him? The official answer is, you don't. He killed Han. Almost killed my family. He also tried to put me in a body bag, too. Which is why when I get out, I'm gonna put a hurt on him so bad he's gonna wish his mama had kept her legs closed. But until then, my official answer to you is stand down. Yeah, you know I can't do that. I do know you, Dom, which is why now I give you the brother-to-brother -brother answer. You do whatever it is you gotta do. When you find that some bitch, just do me one favor. What's that? Don't miss. introduce some RC Cola to some of my co-workers this week and I'm willing to say it was a roaring success so cool Dr. Pepper Snapple Group um, we are ready for that sponsorship yep. so thank you hook it up mm -hmm. let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com uh, send your PayPal advances uh, to yep. that address and we and we get money will, I guess we will be able to afford this <laughs> SoundCloud rent <laughs> For yet another month. <laughs> um, so, how? What was the event that you like? How did this go about that you introduced people to RC again? One of our, our co-workers was leaving, and uh, so uh, we had a, a food day. Everybody sure. chipped in and, and, and brought some food. Uh, I, of course, whenever they send out send out a list, I always jump on the drinks okay. because I can't cook. Gotcha. Anything. Mm -hmm. Literally cannot do that. Uh, I can make Kool-Aid. That's about sweet. it. Sweet? Yeah. Um, Kool-Aid's great. It is very sweet. Yeah, you put yeah. enough sugar in there. Very yeah, sweet, yeah. If you go powder only, what are you doing? I don't even no. know how to do that, yeah. That's sour. Mm -hmm. You don't want that. Okay, yeah, you want the sweet. Bring it in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I just go to a to a, to the store, get like three two liters, mm -hmm. call it good, right? So that's what I did. That was my contribution. Absolutely. And RC was but one of your two leaders. RC was one of those. Or all yeah. three of them. No. You know what? But people you, have varied taste. Gotcha. You know? uh, people are I wrong. Got, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got uh, RC Cola. I got Dr. Pepper. Also, mm -hmm. you know, two of a kind. You know, they're yeah, related. there you go. Same, same parent company. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. What I did not get, mm -hmm. Pepsi. Pepsi. You know? Fuck Pepsi, man. Yeah. Yep. Don't need it. Exactly. We don't. Nope. If you have RC Cola, you don't need Pepsi. 
and that's our agenda. Did you tell anybody about your agenda? Or did they, you just let them choose and you crowned RC the winner <laughs> that's crowned, right? You get it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, look, it's been an ongoing agenda for me. You sure. know, I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, I show up, I have an RC cola in my hand. People just expect it. Okay, good. Like, you know. So you've set the I, table I already, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't have to proselytize mm-hmm. because people already know where I stand. There you go. That's you good. Know? Yeah. Well, I'm in support of this, and I'm glad that you're sharing it with the masses because, uh, you know, it's been a while since. Do it. It's been a while. There we go. <laughs> Damn it. Dance monkey. Early one. <laughs> it's been a little bit since I've had one, actually, uh, on the show or otherwise. So I've been drinking yeah. my, my Coca-Cola's lately when I, when I want something. But mm-hmm. the RC, sometimes it hits the spot. I'm with you. Well, well look, RCs are... Are tricky, you know. Mm-hmm. They're just not readily available everywhere. That's true. So, I mean, if you see one out in the wild, of course, you know, capture it like a Pokemon. Detective Pikachu came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear it's good. Yep. Have not seen it. Okay. But best of luck to them. Anyway, RC Cola. <laughs> Get one if you see it. If not, you know, Coca Cola, Dr yeah. Pepper, Mountain Dew, no Pepsi, whatever it is, no Pepsi. If if I catch wind, oh my god, that anyone is drinking Pepsi, I'll give Kent Blue a pass. He's busy, you know. He's got a network. He's maintaining. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have have time to be to be picky. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> what's his name, Facebook guy, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, they're about the same. Yeah, same yeah. level. He just he of, wears the same 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 clothes every day. Doesn't have time to make choices. I think that's Hell what yeah. Kent is doing. He just got a uh, fridge full, full of Pepsis. You mm-hmm. know, probably inherited them from uh, from family. Oh, maybe. You know, he, he just, okay. he, has enu- he has enough time to wake up in the morning, reach into the mini fridge by his bed, and then start working on role-to-play network stuff. Yeah. That's, that's all he can do. That said, everyone else, <laughs> don't do it. We just don't want to have to excommunicate fans. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Pepsi is where yeah. we draw the line, generally, uh, except for Kim Blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Again, the exceptions can be made, but we've listed that exception. <laughs> and if your name's not Kent Blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ask yourself this. Is my name Kent Blue? <laughs> if the answer is yes, proceed. If the answer is no, get the fuck out of here. Yep. Listen, yeah. we got to lay down today. Lay down the law. Mm-hmm. LTAS yeah. law. Yeah. Law I, I think our, I think it's fair to say our overall goal mm-hmm. with RC Cola is to eventually get it to sponsor the Super Bowl. You know, get Pepsi yeah. out of there. We don't need that. The Pepsi halftime show. No. No. It doesn't even sound good. Mm-mm. The RC Cola halftime show <laughs> Sounds way extravaganza. Better. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like butter off the tongue. Oh, my mm. God. I would just like to live in a world where you and I set about, you know, set something in motion that Pepsi stock actually goes down and RC goes up. I mm-hmm. mean, we've seen it out more in the wild since we've been talking about it, which is proof that it's working. We're getting there, you know, yeah. and the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is kind of a barometer of that. So, Oh, yeah. Barometer Obama, you know? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the goal, you know? And I feel good about it. I feel good that that's the, our place in life. Mm-hmm. I'm all right with that. You know, 
I uh, came across a 24 pack of cans of RC Cola mm-hmm. at Walmart a few weeks ago. And uh, of course, I texted you a picture of it because those are the type of things we do. You know, yeah, we like to it's very important. keep each other informed. I didn't <laughs> even know such a thing existed. Yeah. So, I mean, be on the lookout for that. I'm looking for like a pallet. I want to find just a pallet of it ready to go. I can wheel out of the store. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to buy a new car to fit it in, that kind of pallet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I, I keep going to the soda aisle at the grocery store and mm-hmm. seeing, you know, they, they do have the RC. Oh, I, I got to talk about this. Sure. As much as I love RC Cola, they need to figure out their labeling design because mm-hmm. sometimes it's the old, like, navy blue yeah. design. Sometimes it's the newer one that I prefer with the light blue and the, the red, you know? Mm-hmm. It's more of the classic look. Yep. But it, it, it alternates back and forth. It's like, guys, what are, you, what are you doing? Pick one. This this is your problem. This is your problem. Yep. Give me your Twitter account. Yep. Oh, my God, I'll fix yeah. it. Brent I'll fix it. You oh, God. To, you, you want to take down Pepsi? Hey, me too. We're two of a kind here. <laughs> So not only, yeah, so this is the goal. We want more availability of RC mm-hmm. Cola in the world. We want consistent packaging. We want yeah. sponsorship for our show and for Brent to be able to take over their Twitter account to make them the best of the world. Absolutely. I'm Small ready. Things. All I ask is to be handsomely consum- consum- constipated. <laughs> handsomely <laughs> compensated. Wait. Handsomely constipated band name. <laughs> uh, possibly show title. <laughs> can, can it be topped? We shall see. Oh my god! That was the joke that cracked this morning. That's the that's the one we needed. Yep. Oh my there god. we go. Now the table is set. Uh, but uh, I, I do want to, uh, to to go back because I interrupted myself and forgot what Please. I was talking about. Uh, every time I go to the soda aisle, I check to see if they have RC Cola, which they do, you know, because of that lawsuit uh, I filed. Uh, and then also, I'm looking for the cherry RC Cola. I have to know what this tastes like before oh. I cash in my chips on this life. Yeah. Um, I, w- I had intended to just end things uh, <laughs> after seeing Endgame, but uh, but now <laughs> I've got a, got a new dragon to chase. There you uh, go. That's, so that's a good cherry thing. RC Cola. Um, I, I, I have to have to find one. Yeah. I don't know where they are. I've found some on Amazon, uh, but I'm not willing to pay thirty dollars mm. uh, for a twelve pack. <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> because also I don't know how old it is. You know. It could be from 1978. It might have fermented by now. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. It might be yeah. beer. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. that's a good goal. I think you uh, you need to search that out. And I, I also just thought like, is there like a plant that we can visit that you and I could take like, a trip and go see like how it's bottled? Like, oh, I want to yeah. get into this business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah get into it i mean what if we go to the rc cola factory and it's just a guy (laughs) that has an empty two liter bottle that he fills it up with half coke half pepsi and is supposed to get one (laughs) that's the that's what i want to see i want to get there and then like put on this big show actually that they like make it and then in the back we like see through a window we're not supposed to see through the guy mixing the coke and the pepsi and they're like get out of here 
So it's our mm-hmm. secret. That's like, that's okay. You know, that's okay. Yeah. We we discovered that too, and it's a good it's a, it's a good taste for it. It's yeah. similar, so we mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. So again, to reiterate, fuck Pepsi, unless a portion of it is used to make RC cola, then yep. slightly less fuck it. Mm-hmm. But also, you know. You know what the winning side is. You know who the winning team is. Yeah. Yeah. You know both sides to this. It's mm-hmm. RC all the way. <laughs> They're good sodas on both sides. <laughs> all right. And uh, with that, I think that we are doing it. Uh, so I'm Stephen the Fast Fisher. And I'm Brent the Furious Hibbard. And Stephen, what are we here to discuss today? Today. On, let's talk about stuff. The name of our show that I completely <laughs> glossed over. <laughs> Totally worked. Um, yeah, no one noticed. Today we are t- we are talking about Furious Seven. Yes, which Paul Walker's final uh, entry. Yep. Into the Fast and Furious franchise, a lot of F's, a lot of alliteration. Yeah, hell yeah. In this, but it's uh, it's okay. This movie came out in 2015, which is wow, okay. Crazy because I was, I don't know, I I, I didn't uh, I didn't picture it as uh, as coming out. That year, for some reason, I was thinking it was either either older or newer than that. <laughs> so it sounds pretty, pretty recent altogether. Yeah, because I'm trying to think back. There's already like there's another one. There's already a Fate of the Furious. When did that come out? Mm-hmm. Like 17, 18? Uh, yeah. Somewhere in there. <laughs> one of those, yeah. <laughs> I think it. When did it, I think it might have come out like the year we started this podcast? So maybe 17. Oh, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the catalyst, right? That was it. We knew we'd always get here. Yeah. You you didn't even <laughs> like the, the franchise, but you were yeah. like, I guess we should start a podcast and talk about pop culture and maybe ramp up into talking about these movies yeah. that I don't care for. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Came out in uh, 2017. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah that's like, right. And now we have uh, Hobbs and Shaw coming out. So it's like an every two year thing. Makes right. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. So I was going to say... Um, Whenever we watched that Hobbs and Shaw trailer initially at the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. um, you had mentioned, I don't know who the Shaw guy is, like Hobbs I get, because he was in, mm-hmm. I think we had seen up, actually no, I don't, I don't think we had seen, yeah, <laughs> you hadn't seen, yeah, you I didn't know who either of them were, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I was going to say it, it sheds light on it, but not really, because they're just two, two enemies in this movie. Yeah. Spoilers uh, for this movie. Oh, Brent. Um, yeah. So how do they, how do they get to where they're teaming up? What? Mm-hmm. What? Bizarre. Against a superhero, essentially yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Heimdall comes to Earth. Yep. He's back. And a lot of well, that's an in-game spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, this was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed this movie. Um, spoiler alert. I'm going to say that right now. So, uh, mm-hmm. it'll be really kind of fun to talk about. I got a lot of notes. I was telling Brent right before the podcast, I was going back through those notes, got excited all over again. So it's a lot of shit going down on this movie. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Ooh, this movie is not handsomely constipated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of shit. Um, before we get into it, I do want to give a quick shout out to David Hopkins from Erie International and Hideous Energy. Um, 
He is a professional comic book letterer, and um, this past week, maybe the week before and the, the timing of this episode, um, he finally had his first credited uh, lettering gig in a DC comic. Sweet. So um, he's in the, uh, the 100 page uh, comic giant. Uh, version of the Titans comic from DC Comics. And uh, these are actually Walmart exclusive comics that you can get. So 100 pages, usually the um, there's a, an original story to to this book and then a, uh, a few reprints in it. But um, yeah, okay. in, uh, in this first part, he is uh, credited and uh, professionally he goes as DC Hopkins. So it's, um, you know, probably fitting that he shows mm-hmm. up first in a uh, DC comic book, but nice. I thought it was cool that he was, uh, um, he, he finally had some work, uh, credited to him in, you know, one mm-hmm. of the, the big two between Marvel and DC. So, uh, very, very, uh, proud of him to, to be able to do that. That's yeah, awesome. That's badass. Very mm-hmm. cool. Hell yeah. Um, now speaking of the big two, mm. we have a big two book to discuss mm. today. Mm-hmm, indeed. Uh, and that is the Avengers issue 18. This is part of the War of the Realms, kind of. It's a, a tie-in book mm-hmm. for the most part. So um, I know going into the War of the Realms, you had um, had some questions about how yeah. do these books tie in together and everything. Um, the main series, again, if you just read War of the Realms, you're going to get a complete story. Um, in this particular issue, and I think a lot of these... Uh, tie-in issues of the Avengers and various other series um, are going to give you maybe some like side information on you know maybe a, a subplot that was in the original book or um, maybe go into detail on what a group of characters is doing during this whole thing. Um, but uh, but you read this this morning, right? I did, and okay. uh, yeah, it, I was just going to say that it is kind of cool to see how it how it plays out um, as mm-hmm. he sideline to the main story how it all kind of fits together i liked i liked that it was fun yeah um so avengers issue 18 written by jason aaron and uh with art by ed mcginnis uh mark morales and justin ponser and uh lettering by virtual calligraphies Corey pettit he's back boom boom we we thought he had died uh (laughs) just based on no information Uh, (laughs) i really jumped the gun on that one um, but this issue is a, um, uh, a kind of catching up on the Squadron Supreme of America, which is Marvel's answer to the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much the main thing. It, it uh, shows the, the various characters in their civilian identities um, doing what they do. Um, uh, we've got Hyperion, who's a, I, I believe he's a, a Maryland school teacher. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's when the, the, the frost giants show up in uh, Maryland and start tearing things up. Or maybe they show up in D.C. and he just flies there. I don't know. There's some, some shit that happens it's, in yeah. a place. Nearby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fine. Um, and then uh, we've got, you know, Nighthawk. And then, um, man, I cannot remember her her, uh, her character name. Is it uh, in here somewhere? Is it like... Uh, Power uh, Princess. Power, Power Princess. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we've got... Um, yeah. Was it like the wizard, maybe? The, the blur? The blur? There the we blur. go. Okay. And uh, and then Dr. Spectrum. There we go. <laughs> Super easy to remember. Yeah. Obviously, if not, they're totally brand new original characters in Marvel. 
don't look anything like their DC counterparts. Don't even worry about it. Totally fine. Uh, the only names that were coming to mind were the was like uh, so Green Lantern's there with the Flash, uh, also Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Uh, my brain is just not working. But um, it's all of these, yeah, all of these characters show up in DC uh, where they meet Phil Coulson, and he instructs them about you know all, all these frost giants are here fucking shit up so go ahead mm. and take care of them which they they do um and i believe there's a kind of like some some flashback scenes where um it looks like hyperion and mm. power princess are they're like nude but you know in, in shadow on their uh their their naughty bits oh. and um uh, i can't tell what's going on there i don't know if they're like clones or they're being brainwashed i think it's a brainwashing thing yeah okay i like the storyline it was creepy yeah Um, it was yeah because it shows them and then it shows uh nighthawk is that his name i'm doing it too uh uh, yeah sure yeah (laughs) yeah um and uh he's like all suspicious doing one-handed finger push-ups and he's like (laughs) i don't trust anybody here and then they back up and they're like brainwashing him too to think that they're like yeah let him let him brood. It's like better for him and stuff. Uh, no, like they know that he knows sort of thing. And it's all yeah. just very creepy to think of a storyline where like a superhero group in DC is being like mind controlled by the government. Very yeah. timely. I think hmm. this issue, How so? this issue is interesting, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, so they, they take down these, these different frost giants and whatnot. Um, and they, they do it. Hmm. I don't know that easily is the, the correct word, but they, they really um, do it efficiently, yeah. I guess. You know, they, they have a, a whole strategy down, and uh, yeah, they're able to, to take him out and everything. So um, we see also on some, like, um, some pages that Coulson, and it's kind of weird to see Coulson being mm. the one to, like, orchestrate all of this nefarious shit, uh, because if he's a, a movie original character, mm. mm-hmm. um, and we just... Like he's always just been a like a nice like true and honest dude, but to see him here like this, it's uh, it's uh, definitely interesting to see yep. to see what's going on here. Um, so on uh, on one of these pages, he's having dinner and a conversation with a character off page, and um, Corey Pettit has the lettering with um, like a different, more like sinister looking font, and uh, it's red. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, I know who this is. You can't trick me. Mm, (laughs) You can't do it. Um, But on the the last page here, uh, we can see that Coulson is having dinner with Mephisto, who is the Marvel Universe's Mm. version of Satan, a.k.a. The devil, aka Trump supporter. <laughs> He's wearing a MAGA hat in this yeah. in this panel. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't know if this was just the devil. I remember we have talked about Mephisto before, though. You have mentioned that name. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, it also seems like like I, from what I gathered from this, like Colson had died and he came back, but we didn't know why. And now it's like mm-hmm. he made a deal with Mephisto. And they're like, he, is he brainwashed as well? Or is he just like, I wanted to live again. I'll brainwash other people. That I couldn't tell. I, I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with, with this. Um, mm. But I know that, that Coulson was killed in an issue of Deadpool like mm. a, a year or two ago. But he's back alive now, so maybe that's part of it. 
Yeah. Like Mephisto was like, I'll bring you back to life, but you're working for me, bitch. Also, yeah. uh, here's a red hat that was made in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could. It's go very, this, on. this is an interesting issue because, um, like, uh, towards the end of that, too, the they've been destroying all the frost giants, like, flying through them. Um, the Flash guy, the blur or whatever, does, like, mm-hmm. a, a, a blur tornado blender that destroys one of the giants. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Or, like, at least gets his head chopped off or something. But then yeah. they're like, oh, they're walking across the lake to Canada. Let's go get them. And they're like, nah, that's not America. We're just here for America. And then... Coulson at the end too says like here's to the future a red white and blue one it all just feels very creepy and mm-hmm. very like yeah timely um, yeah you know not our problem get out of here go to yeah. Canada no big deal mm-hmm. but uh, you can tell like they would have their heroes they would have you know kept going but then they're like brainwashed into just serving America's interests very yeah. creepy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, that said I mean. Super Canada fun issue. Should take care of themselves. I mean, yeah. that's fine. You, know, you guys got it. Okay, cool. Never mind. Yeah. You got yeah. it. Yeah. That makes Canadian sense. listeners, uh, you, you understand. <laughs> yeah. You have your fine. own superheroes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like this issue, though. It was interesting. Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. a weird thing where they just like straight up copy. Like literally, like they would joke about things where like Nighthawk would be like, my parents died. And blah, blah, blah. And I did this. I became this whatever. And it's like, it's all like, he's straight up Batman. Like, there's no <laughs> question about it. They mentioned that, like, uh, whoever the leader is, I don't remember his name, with the uh, Spanx version of Superman's briefs. Um, <laughs> Hyperion. Hyperion. That yeah. he, he's like an alien who came to Earth and he has, like, super strength and, like, x-ray eyes. And he, But he grew up on a farm. He was, like, a farm boy. So he's, like, humbled. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, they really did, like, straight up just copy that. So it's kind of interesting to see mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I also kind of dug it. Um, I like it as like a, it's, now it feels like an offshoot to the main story that we're reading because it kind of is. Mm-hmm. But this was the storyline that we started with, with uh, the Avengers storyline and everything this year. So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of interesting to see where they're going with that. Um, but I'm not, yeah, it's kind of weird to see this like version of uh, DC's heroes in Marvel land, <laughs> right. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, w- one thing I'll say is that when when the um squadron supreme of america were revealed um going back to like an early avengers issue um i was a little bit disappointed because the the version of nighthawk in this like costume that we saw um is more like the classic version of that character Mm. um and you know in the like mid 2000s there was a uh series called um what was it? Let me uh, let me peer over at my oh, bookshelf, okay. and uh, it was called Supreme Power, and it was like a um, a uh, a Marvel Max series, which was a uh, like an adult um, oh. focused uh, version of the uh, Squadron Supreme, mm-hmm. and uh, so there was like cursing and uh, occasional nudity and stuff. It was like uh, for mature readers, that type of thing. Okay. But it was set in an alternate universe, and it was kind of a retelling of those those different characters and, and tropes and whatnot. Um, that version of Nighthawk had a like different costume, and um, that version was he was a black character, um, and the one that was in the main Marvel universe was a, a white guy. And so when I saw him show up in that Avengers issue, I was like, oh, they used the white guy again, but evidently not because it's just the 
the black version of that character, but he's Ooh. wearing like the classic costume. But it looks fucking gotcha, rad. Okay. He he looks Batman as fuck in this. Um, but yeah, he's cool. He's like a super super intelligent dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's like one of the eight smartest characters in the Marvel universe. But That's cool. It's fucking rad. Yeah, I'd love to see like a version of this um, or these characters in the MCU at a certain point, mm. and just have Marvel be like, look. Uh, you guys aren't going to do it, so we'll do it. That would be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. I'm looking at, I looked up uh, Nighthawk Supreme Power on uh, Google oh, Images, yeah. so I'm seeing this. He has, like, glowing, uh, like, yellow eyes. Yeah. It's, yeah, this looks, like, creepy as fuck. Uh, He's got, like, a, a leather, like, gimp outfit or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. No cape, not not at all colorful. Yeah, no cape, but, yeah. But, yeah, he's, uh, and he's, like, hyper-violent and everything. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, yeah, I, I I like the the merging of the two. Um, if you look up the the classic version of Nighthawk, mm-hmm. um, the the white guy, I think his name is Kyle Richmond. Um, he's uh, the old costume was uh, pretty dorky, so I like the the adjustments they made to to give him more like bat ears and more of a, a Batman esque look. Mm, uh, gotcha. In this, in this series, yeah. yeah, I looked it up too. Yeah, it's not as. Uh, <laughs> pronounced i guess no that's just weird like it's like if uh wolverine's like weird mask was mm. less confident yeah <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> i can't top that so absolutely that is uh, exactly what it looks like um yeah mm-hmm. so i dig this i i didn't really yeah have any context for it um but i i kind of liked he's i can't remember he's like a congressman from dc in this that yeah. uh, is also like like they're like trying to make all the Congress people go into bunkers and whatever, and he he and his team are like, no, we got some business to do, and he opens his briefcase, mm-hmm. Iron Man style, and he's got this fucking thing, his outfit, yeah. and he uh, goes to town. So interesting. Um, so yeah, so do you like this storyline? I guess the of the Squadron Supreme overall, and like this version of the Avengers right now. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. This is probably my favorite um, subplot that's brewing okay. right now, um, just because it's a. Uh, it, it seems very relevant for the times. Like mm. the, the the current series, the Avengers have been you know annexed since um, they've you know they're 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 taking their base to Wakanda and uh, Black Panther is leading the team, so that caused some uh, strife for mm-hmm. um, the American government. And I like that this is like a, a twisted version of the American government's, I guess, answer to mm-hmm. that to that question. Um, so, yeah, I'm just intrigued by the whole thing. I mean, like you said, it's, uh, it's timely, and yeah. um, I don't know. I like it. it it's going to hopefully be one of those things where, um, you know, it's a a fight amongst superheroes. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of those tropes that, that comics do all the time, but uh, I really like the direction that Jason Aaron is, is taking things. Right That's uh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'm digging that. Mm-hmm. Um, you also made me think, uh, I kind of have to interject now, that the newest Spider-Man Far From Home trailer came out. Oh, it did. Which I think I can't wait to talk about next week with like a pop culture mm-hmm. catch-up. I think we need to mention some things because uh i had some questions for you and this kind of goes into that too that i i I guess i'll start here with with the squadron supreme and if that would show up in the mcu ever Mm -hmm. jokingly or not you know um like how would they fit these different characters over time into their storylines and that seems like 
from the MCU whenever they were going to sign the Sokovia Accords and General Ross, you know, wanted them to be kind of America's heroes, essentially, or whatever, uh, world power heroes. Um, it seems like that could lay the groundwork in the future that they would, the Avengers would break off and do their own thing again and that they would, like, want their own team. Like, that could actually be yeah. a storyline, potentially, you know. But yeah, the, uh, yeah. the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer brought about the, uh, the multiverse concept, Mm-hmm. Which uh, I had heard from some people, you know that that might be. I think it was Kevin Smith actually. I was listening to his, I was watching his YouTube videos recently, and he had mentioned, uh, you know, that's how we could get like Fantastic Four, the X Men. They could just be a different Earth, and then bam, we're done. And, like now we can cross mm-hmm. over and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, the possibilities, man. Yeah. Uh, also, if we can get a uh, live action or approximate live action you know cgi version of spider ham look people know who he is now for spider verse you know fuck it he's gotta show up yeah yeah we have a howard the duck walking around in the in the yeah. universe that we're aware of you totally know a pig in a spider man costume okay <laughs> sure why not whatever brent you need it to happen mm-hmm. I i'll like put in a call after we're done recording i'll just okay. put in a call kevin uh, hey yeah uh, Hey, uh, hey, Kev. Hey, baby, what's up? Hey, baby. Uh, tell you what. Uh, Spider-Ham in the MCU, and then I just hang up. Wow, he listens to you? I mean, like, he like he, he has ears to listen. Mm-hmm, Whether or not okay. he acts upon it, that's his thing. Okay. But, you know, what I like to do is I plant the seeds mm. and then let somebody else water it, you know, sing to it. Take care of it, really, and really turn it into a thing and take full credit for it. But, you know, you know and then whatever. Get whatever. the money and the success from it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm over here working on RC Cola. <laughs> That's right. I don't I don't have a whole lot of time to work on <laughs> blockbuster movies that yeah. are raking in billions of dollars. So you just throw know. in your two cents here and there. And mm-hmm. if they follow it like they should, mm-hmm. then they'll do better. They do better when they yeah. follow your advice. Yeah, definitely. I go where I'm needed, you know? Yep. RC Cola needs me. Brent, you're the you're the hero that we all need. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly the deserve. one RC Cola de- deserves. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined you as, like, the official spokesman, and then people uh-huh. are like, RC Cola's still around? Who is this guy? <laughs> Why is he the spokesman? And you're like, Hi. You know what? That's that's uh, a thing that people are surprised by. Uh, when I, I brought one to work, they were like, wow, I didn't even know RC Cola was still a thing. I'm that's like, well, the, yeah. now you know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. And, <laughs> and then you just they're like, walked what? Away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brett's weird. Mm-hmm. I think he's sponsored by Hasbro or a soda company. I don't know what his deal is. He's weird. <laughs> His podcast is sponsored? No, I think his person. I think he's sponsored by them. <laughs> I think they like his dad jokes. And they yeah. just they want to sponsor him doing that in the world. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even really work here. Uh, he's at a zoo. I don't think he, he realizes. <laughs> he keeps talking up to the polar bears and trying to get them to sponsor RC Cola. I guess like Coca-Cola does. But Break off? No. It's weird. Those, you gotta, those polar bears are, they've signed a lifelong contract. They're not going to do that. They wouldn't leave that. That's fine. We'll get our own thing. Penguins. Yeah. Penguins. Ooh. There are some yeah, penguins. Yeah, there you go. Your wife would love that. Right? Yep. This is going to be a new thing. It's going to be great. Yep. I don't see how it can ever go wrong <laughs> at all. 
um so yeah the this comic was 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 good i liked i liked mm -hmm. it um i'm excited to get back to war of the realms again as well but i thought this was a good little offshoot and it's kind of kind of cool to see how it comes back into play with the uh you know sideline storylines kind of going mm -hmm. on there as well so yeah yeah uh and then the i guess the next issue of the avengers is uh going to focus on avengers mountain uh it says the mm -hmm. uh uh, it's under siege as the last stronghold of Earth's heroes. So it looks like maybe some of the, the Frost Giants are going to um, run up on it. Um, oh, man. I mean, Avengers Mountain is in the body of a dead celestial, so I don't know how much they're going to be able to do to it, but yeah. we'll find out. I don't know if the Squadron Supreme of America is supposed to play a role in that or not, but uh, mm. we'll find out in a few short weeks. Steven, back to you. <laughs> that sounds great, Brent. Uh, so, do you want to just get into our main topic today? I do. Oh, okay. I do indeed. Yeah. I do. Uh, you know what? I've seen this movie, mm. Furious 7, from 2015 by Universal Pictures. Uh, <laughs> again, sneaking another uh, Hulk cameo in this movie, the hospital scene. It's uh, Universal's way of saying, hey, we have film rights to a character as well. Uh, oh, Please yeah. remember us. I get you. <laughs> Hobbs is watching the uh, Lou Ferrigno Hulk on TV. I, I was wondering when that happened. I was wondering why they did that. And now yeah. it's just a flex, I see. Mm -hmm. They're like, we, It's something they yeah. like to do in this, this series, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Remember the Hulk had a, uh, a vehicle cameo in Tokyo Drift? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> that was fucking weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so what are we talking it's... about? Who knows? Oh, yeah, Furious 7. <laughs> So I'm just going to say off, uh, say some of the, the cast and crew info about this. So mm -hmm. uh, this one was directed by James Wan, which I thought was mm -hmm. a very interesting choice for this. Um, James Wan had started off uh, back in the day with the Saw movie that came out. Um, and then he's grown uh, to do a lot of different like Saw stuff in the franchise. But um, the main movie I like from him is The Conjuring, which is a fucking creepy horror movie. So that was pretty cool because that movie is really well made, uh, like a really mm -hmm. just like beautiful horror movie. It's really creepy and stuff, but also like the way it looks is really great. Um, yeah. So it was, it was in, intriguing to see uh, him do this. He also did Insidious, which I've never seen, really never been a fan of that series. Um, but uh, and then, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Aquaman. Mm -hmm. He ended yeah. up doing Aquaman after this. Interesting. Yeah. OK. Uh -huh. So he's kind of a DC guy. Um, yeah. But. Uh, give me a second because I absolutely accidentally just closed that Wikipedia page, and we're back. Time <laughs> <laughs> lapse. <laughs> so it was James Wong. Um, this was written by Chris Morgan, who I think was has written a lot of these in the series mm -hmm. as well, uh, yep. and starring we a lot of people now: Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Dwayne Johnson, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson. Ludacris Bridges, Jordana Brewster, uh, Jijamon Honsu, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Just, just I was waiting for it. it. I was waiting for it last night. I was back. like, oh, I forgot he's in this. I can't wait to hear Steven say Digimon I usually trip Honsu. over it, so I was like, I'll just say whatever I want to say and just keep on rolling. Brent won't notice, and he'll let me continue on without interrupting. Did you, did you, did you mom? Did you mom? <laughs> Yeah, Digi Digital Man. Monsters Hansu. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, cool. Haun so you have to say all the <laughs> the vowels. Um, Kurt Russell, which was an interesting addition to this. 
and yeah. Jason Statham. Uh, yes. Also, I guess, uh, yeah, I was thinking he's already been in there, but that was just for that end credit scene, the last one, I guess, right? This is his yeah, first. His, his cameo there. Mm-hmm. And so, just in case. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh please. Me? Okay. Yeah. So just in case people didn't see that after credit scene mm-hmm. in, uh, what do we decide it was called? Fast 6? Fast and Furious 6? Whatever. The yeah, sixth movie is. Whatever. Um, it uh, fifth in the in the canon. Uh, <laughs> it was, um, it was, uh, what's his name? Fuck, Jason Statham. Wow, I really got mm. focused on figuring out what <laughs> what movie number that canon was part, part of. Uh, uh, where uh, Jason Statham killed Han. He was the the one responsible oh, yeah. for Han's death. Fuck that um, guy. But just in case people didn't stay to see that, J- didn't Jason stay them nice. through the movie to. <laughs> Super um, proud of that one, aren't you? Yeah, boy, I'm <laughs> fired at all cylinders. Limping to the finish on this one. <laughs> Luckily, I'm sure this conversation will go by pretty quickly. It won't meander at all. Um, anyway, so uh, in case people didn't stay through that, they do incorporate uh, Han's death and that scene uh, in part in this movie itself. So um, at the beginning of this movie. Han is still alive, and uh, throughout mm. the course of it, we we see him perish. Uh, again, you uh, reusing footage from both Tokyo Drift mm. and Fast and Furious Six to make that scene work. I guess. Yeah, question mark might be there. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was it was interesting. There was a few parts that I'll we'll, we'll get to uh, mm. little little snippets that you had. Little, little snippets. Well, you, had, uh, was it? you had mentioned before um, about like uh, the Tokyo Drift footage and um, <laughs> <laughs> and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was cool. I I like uh, I like Han so much though, and I almost mm-hmm. forget about like they go forward with this other character Shaw, and um, now with the Hobbs and Shaw movie, I'm thinking back and I'm like that kind of once you said that I was like yeah, but he murdered Han. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that I want to watch this guy or be entertained by how uh, intriguing of a villain he is because yeah. uh, he's a fucking dirty bastard. So yeah. well, that let's talk about the Sure, absolutely. It is on record. Good. The court recognizes Stephen Fisher's opinion of Deckard Shaw. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the, the plot of this movie. Um, so after Fast and Furious 6, Owen Shaw laid up in the hospital Deckard Shaw, his brother, come to find out, mm. um, is pissed. You know, he yep. wants revenge for his brother, so he starts hunting down members of the F and F crew. First one, Han, takes him Oof. out. Also, at the same time, somehow uh, sends a package that Vin Diesel, again as Batman in these movies now, mm. is able to quickly piece together, and through a magic GPS on his phone that appears instantly to track down a phone number um, <laughs> is able to uh, help save his sister and uh, his uh, mm. uh, Brian and uh, and their kid from uh, being exploded when a bomb in a package goes off outside their house um, they have a, uh, a funeral for Han in America and we have to double back to the uh, to the Lucas Black thing uh, no, that is yeah, that's his name. one of my favorite notes uh, and then um, <laughs> So they, they bring Han to the U.S. During that funeral, 
Um, Vin Diesel somehow sees a car that he doesn't recognize. He has a <laughs> encyclopedic mm. uh, knowledge of every vehicle that's in L.A. at all times. Yep. Doesn't recognize a car. He says, well, I'm going to go beat the shit out of this person. He car fights <laughs> with Shaw, who is in that car, and uh, is recruited by Kurt Russell's Mr. Nobody, uh, who is a, I am assuming, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent of some mm, sort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mr. Nobody recruits his crew perfectly timed and uh sends them after a um uh this this thing called the the god's eye it's this Mm. tech that the government or i guess whomever can use to track down anyone on the planet say series of uh um like satellites that are able to use every camera everywhere to in like facial recognition and 3d uh, facial scanning somehow to sure. uh, track down people, whatever. You know, there's a lot of like zooming camera yeah. noises and, and, and whatnot. Um, and they have to track down the, the person who created it so they can use it and eventually um, track down Shaw for, uh, mm-hmm. for revenge, uh, letting Dom track him down for revenge, I should say. But uh, yeah, that's the, the kind of overall premise of the movie. Yeah. 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 Down for that. Yep. Um, so, so you want to just jump into some notes that we got yeah. for it? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't write down what the opening song was, but I dug it from the outset. I thought uh, whatever they chose and just the way the, the feeling of this movie I thought was better than mm-hmm. Six. Um, and honestly, yes. I had a hard time when it, when it started. I had a hard time remembering what happened in Six. And they, <laughs> they, they referenced it a few times, but I really was quite bored as we talked about during mm-hmm. that. Um, and I've kind of forgotten it already. I don't remember. I remember there's a plane involved. Oh, yeah. In, you know, in six, yeah. Mm-hmm. That should be, like, a lot bigger. I mean, it was a big set piece, but I, like, it was almost like a throwaway. I was like, yeah, okay. I remember they talk about it in this one. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But my, my first real note, though, is uh, that monologue between Shaw and his brother and laid up in the hospital bed. Yeah. Um, I, I just had a thought immediately because... If you think about the way that that played out and you find out it's his brother and stuff, and it was like, oh, the villain from the last movie. Well, guess what? Dun, dun, dun. He has a brother. <laughs> it felt very soap opery to me. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is a giant soap opera. Lenny yeah. died, came back to life, mm-hmm. has amnesia. Like, yep. there's so many parts that are, like, pretty, that could be pretty cheesy and probably are at some points. But we go with them, and some of them are pretty good. Uh, but I thought that that scene in particular, I was like, and maybe think of like friends with like Dr. Drake Remore and later on, like his <laughs> brother comes back, you know, he didn't really fall down the elevator shaft. Shaw's here. Now the real Shaw, you know, like it just felt like uh, very goofy, but uh, I kind of dig it. Yeah, kind of what they are. There you go. Yeah. Cause it's kind of what yeah. they're doing, you know? Yep. So. Um, that, that was my note as well. Um, the opening scene uh, is really just chewing up the scenery there, uh, Jason Statham. Yep. Um, and uh, he ends up uh, frightening the entire hospital staff, as we see. Yeah. Um, and as he's walking out, he's just fucking destroyed the hospital. Yeah. And I thought it was a great beginning to yes. this movie. Like, for this franchise, like, this is really getting back to the tone of um, four, four and five yeah. to me. Um, it's, I don't know, like, I was thinking that this movie was directed by Justin Lin as well, and then mm. it was um, James Wan that did Eight, but that was uh, by F. Gary Gray. 
Um, mm. So when I, I started watching this and, uh, you know, you get through the, the titles and it said directed by James Wan, I was like, oh, shit. It, I didn't realize that this was him because it, it feels right in line with, you know, Legacy 4 and 5. Um, 6, it seems like maybe uh, uh, Justin Lin was... Uh, <laughs> Running out of gas. <laughs> Car <laughs> reference. Um, I mean, he did four in a row, right? Starting with yeah. three. So yeah. that's a bunch. And they were so wildly different from each other. But four mm-hmm. and five had such a good through line from the mm-hmm. first movie and a good trajectory yeah. for those characters and stuff. And yeah, I thought this one just picks it up and just really ratchets it. Ratchets it. Ratchets it. Uh, mm-hmm. the the action and everything and like six tried to do it just didn't quite stick for me. This one like really yeah. was like no I I kind of believe that they are now international spies. Yes, sure, yeah, absolutely, just go with it. Yep. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> this, the, the thing about the Fast and Furious franchise, and I think this is where six faltered a bit, is that the the movie should move at such a, a quick pace, an mm. action packed pace, that upon first watching you shouldn't have enough time to question anything that goes on in this movie. Like, if you have even a moment to be like, yeah. wait, what are they doing? Who is this guy? What's their motivation? You've lost. You've lost yeah. the audience at that point. Um, so, really, the, the key is to just start things off with a bang, like this one does, mm-hmm. and uh, just, just keep it going. You know, action, action, action. You know, different set pieces, things of that nature. Um, and that's what... I think seven does really well is it's sure. just has a breakneck pace. Sure. There's some slow scenes here and there, but really it's those don't beander so much as they did in the, like six, like mm-hmm. in six, when um, Dom and, and Letty meet up outside of that, that one like facility or whatever, they have this like long conversation that doesn't really like, yeah, do anything. It's, it's just there. Um, they, they really skip that. They they, they kind of get to the point of whatever conversation is, and mm-hmm. it's it's very much like movily done to where yeah. somebody says something, and you would think there would be like some type of follow up in real life, but then they're just like, I'm, I'm just gonna walk off screen now. <laughs> I'm done. Um, that was a good yeah, impression. I, Thank you. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. Oh, watch out. Oh, I love you. I remembered everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it does move at a good pace, and then it, um, it's it's more. So, so what I would say is two things, I guess. I did feel during this movie that it was kind of long, and partly mm-hmm. though I I watched the extended version, which is only like two or okay. three minutes longer, I think, than the other one, but I oh, had the option. That makes difference. Yeah, and I, I didn't know really what it adds, but uh, <laughs> either way, it's a long movie, but it yeah. was versus six, like, I just got bored during six, and this one, I didn't really get bored at all. I was, like, on on the page the entire time, like, ready, like, yeah, like, what else are you going to throw at us? This is great. And yeah. I thought that the uh, the storyline was a lot more interesting. It's like, they, they basically met these people, like Kurt Russell's Mr. Nobody, and Shaw, where they they literally like have a conversation where they're like, "You're on a new, like level." They're like people like us are like rich and we're fighting each other for like world domination. You just don't hear about it. We're like at such a top level. Welcome to the team. And it was like, okay, yeah, yeah let's fucking do this. Mm-hmm. It sounds great. Yeah, and it just like yeah. works, even though it probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, also on uh, Fast Six, uh, as long as we're shitting on that movie, sure. Um, <laughs> you hear that? Hey, Justin Lin. <laughs> no, um, that, the music in that movie was, uh, it wasn't by Brian Tyler. It was by Lucas Vidal. 
Uh, but mm. Brian Tyler comes back to this movie, and he did, okay. I think, like, the first, well, like, five movies. I mm. think six was the first one that he didn't do, but he comes back for this one, and he's really got it down to a science on mm-hmm. on the Fast and Furious music. Like, sometimes it's it, it's film scorey, but other times there's, like, it's kind of, like, rockish. Um, sometimes, you know, they use, like, popular music uh, or music from the, the soundtrack itself by, like, hip-hop or, mm. or Latin artists or whatever to to sell it but it just it just feels right it feels natural um mm-hmm. and uh it didn't didn't quite fit for uh fast six fast and furious six <sighs> whatever that, that last movie was <laughs> whatever you want to call it yeah. um also the uh the the stunts in this movie mm-hmm. um there are multiple versions of it like we were watching it last night my wife and i and what was the first one? Oh, the um the the car skydiving scene she was like wow this is this is insane i forgot that this movie was the one with that in it i was like yeah and that's really the first of three crazy stunts in Mm -hmm. this movie because there's also a uh a bus falling off a cliff stunt Mm -hmm. scene Uh that involves brian o'connor and then of course the (laughs) the car jumping from tower to tower yes to tower that really didn't yeah. throw me. The second, yeah. or the third tower, I guess, but the, mm-hmm. the second jump, I was like, oh, we're still going. Yep. They really did, like, yeah, pull no punches with this. And it, it works, though. Yep. It's fucking crazy absurd. Uh, nothing makes sense, but uh, <laughs> it's very entertaining. Yep. yep. And I support Absolutely. that. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Let, let the record show that Steven does, in fact, support. <laughs> The crazy stunts in this movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. I really, this is the stuff that I thought I would hate and that I would kind of uh, honestly like make fun of. Like, oh, it's just like stupid mm-hmm. action stuff to be action stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I like other action movies, you know, but like mm-hmm. I was just like, no, nah, this one's not my thing. Uh, yeah. But no, I think it is now. Uh, at least yeah. my version, you know, uh, part one, four, five, seven. Is kind yeah. of the the movies that I like so far that I would put into uh, a grouping, I guess. And uh, this one works. That's over half, you know. That, that, that's yeah, pretty that's good, right? Good, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had a note for uh, all it says is race wars. That's um, literally what mine says as well. Um, race wars scene. Letty freaks out. So yeah. she's uh, she gets in the driver's seat. Evidently, we find out in this movie that um, both Dom and Letty created race wars, I know, right? which <laughs> seems like something they would mention in the first first movie. We but, created it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you did. But I don't know how literal he's being. Like, I don't know if he's like, mm. we actually created this, or if he's like, we were so good that we you know set the standard for the first year but also it's dominic toretto so he's like we we literally created this oh sorry that was letty uh oh yeah Mm. hey we literally created this (laughs) there we go got it (laughs) i want to see scenes full scenes like that now with dom talking like that um Yeah. yeah i thought that was interesting but i do like the throwbacks that they do uh with this series and that that's my main thing i i feel like i got turned off with these movies because i loved one and then two and three went their other way and i was just like whatever and then i didn't realize like really that four brought it all back and i've liked Mm -hmm. what they've done like with letty and like bringing the crew back together with vince uh when he was in the movies uh for a little bit stuff i've always been like yeah that's awesome when they bring those people back and then with this they go to race wars uh for one but then fucking hector's there uh, yeah. From the first movie, I was like, fucking Hector, movie. man. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that was really fun. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. He Lenny gets fucking, punched in the face. Yeah. 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 Lenny. Lenny. Uh, <laughs> Lenny Dexum. And, uh, but he has, he has, he's fine. You yeah. know, he's a cool dude. He's chilling. You know, he's, he's like, hey, whatever, man. I get, I get punched all the time. I'm not. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not even worried about it. He We're literally says, time out here. He literally says to me like, "Ah, oh, she can still punch." Like, <laughs> been there. <laughs> totally fine. Wait, with is, it. is Hector a monster? Why is he getting punched by not only women but Letty repeatedly? Like, oh, yeah, right. Maybe, maybe he has a problem. <laughs> and uh, in my note, yeah, her freak out as you called it. I said, mm-hmm. uh, "Letty's getting a groove back. She yeah. has to uh, go off on her own." And find yeah. herself, which makes sense. I think this is an interesting storyline. I don't know. I and mean, then again, it's kind of soup opery with the amnesia and stuff. But yeah. um, I liked I liked that scene versus like the one in six where they're just like talking about whatever. Which I didn't even remember that scene until you mentioned it again. But mm-hmm. this one, it's like she's like I. You have all these like fifteen years of memories. I have nothing to give you. I don't even know who I am. Like I'm not that girl anymore. I have to go find myself. And I was like, Yep, I'm down with it. Right. You do you, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I do love this movie, but I, I do have a, a few nits to pick with it. Sure. One of them being at Race Wars, where they're getting ready to uh, to take off both Letty and uh, the the guy she's racing are at the starting line, and uh, they're revving the engine, and it shows a close-up of their feet, like, revving the engine or whatever, but her, her feet, like, bare, like, she's got sandals on. Mm. You don't want to see, like, close-ups of toes? Put some closed-toe <laughs> shoes on. We don't see her outside of the car, you know? They're like, I, I, I don't need to see that. You they know? show a lot of asses in this movie, and they're like, and one for the feet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I think we're we're learning quite a bit about James Wan. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. He a foot freak. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, we, it's kind of well known. Your wife, Brandy, does not like seeing people's feet. Are you that way as well? I feel like we might have mentioned this or talked about this before, but... Yeah, I'm. I'm not uh, to the uh, extent she is. You know, like uh-huh. I don't have any any problem seeing your feet whenever you come over. And of course, again, <laughs> greeting. <laughs> we open the door and you have your your foot fully extended. Yeah. <laughs> to be that's how you like to shake hands. You know, that's uh, yeah. your version of it. Yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to know. Yeah, we find being best friends because that's how we shake hands. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know. If for the scene, it, it sucks a little bit of the action out of it <laughs> when it's just somebody's bare, bare tootsies, you know. I literally don't even remember this shot at all. Wow. Until you mentioned wow. it. And it, like, really stuck in your mind. That's what's funny to me. It I'm did. Like, it, it's haunting my nightmares <laughs> as we speak. Feet don't even really register to me either way. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sure they. I'm sure you're right. And they showed it. I'm just like, I blazed past that. Didn't even notice. Okay. Well, hey, you know what? Yeah. Maybe it's on me. Maybe it's on me. Again. Well. James Wan, uh, yeah. official foot freak, foot freak of the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. It's a lot of Fs, a lot of Fs. So, so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we we see Letty freak out, and um, in a, a later scene, um, she is looking at her headstone. Mm. <laughs> She's looking at her headstone, and because people thought she was dead, she has a birth and death date on there, which is okay, sure. Um, the thing that cracked myself and my wife up is that she's there looking at it. Dom shows up and he <laughs> immediately. Okay. This is, this is another one of my, my nits about this movie. I, it's not even that I don't like it. It's just, it stands out to me. Um, people pull things out of, out of the air, almost as if it's a Looney Tunes <laughs> cartoon. Like 
there's a, a a bucket of Corona beers that's pulled out from behind oh my the thing God, as, I if, love that. as if out of nowhere. Yeah. And also in this same scene, Dom, he he summons a magic sledgehammer <laughs> as if it's Mjolnir <laughs> out of thin air, raises it above his head to destroy Letty's headstone. And it's uh, it, it's just so bizarre. He's like, oh, yeah, I was going to take care of this and smash it in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. This is clearly what she wants right now. Dom smash headstone. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. That version of me is dead because I don't remember anything and I never will again. Whoa. But spoilers, wait for the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting choice on his part. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he just, I mean, that's what he would do. You know, that makes sense, yeah. right? That's what he would do. <laughs> smash his own gravestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he was presumed dead for a while and he'd be like, I'm mm-hmm. back bitches. But she's yeah. like, no, let it be. Um, yeah. interesting power play. Mm-hmm. Sledgehammer from nowhere. Her gravestone. <laughs> that's the, that's the power play. It seems like he would do something, uh, different to like comfort her, but he's Dominic Toretto. He doesn't no, have time yeah. to be, what do you call it? Emotional or yeah. human, you know, yeah. there's no time for that. <laughs> Um, in between those two scenes, there is a scene of uh, Brian where it looks like he's getting ready to like mm. race someone. He's like revving the engine. It's a really tight shot of him like holding onto the steering wheel. And then it's uh, just him delivering his kid to, uh, to preschool or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a, a cute minivan. little scene there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest with you. Every time I see uh, Brian in this movie where it's actually him, where it was actually Paul Walker. Mm. I'm just like, whatever. They could literally do anything oh, they want. Uh, yeah. I, I will, uh, I'll grant them all they, they want here because, uh, I, uh, I do miss seeing him in, uh, in these, these movies going forward. But, mm. um, <laughs> my wife, uh, she had a good point. Uh, we were watching the movie and she was like, why do they have a, why does he have a minivan? Like it's three of them. There's three, yeah. three of them. <laughs> like, Mia reveals during this movie that she's pregnant, but he doesn't know about it then. Yeah. Like, he could still have a sedan or, you know, literally anything with a, a back seat. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I honestly don't have an answer for you other than uh, aesthetically, it mm-hmm. does sell that he's, he's, um, his life is not what it used to be. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have the, the sports cars or, the, or the, the rice burners anymore. He's He's got... You know, he's, he's, he's working on his dad bod. He's got his dad car as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's more representative than, yeah. than, uh, than anything. It's a little more on the nose, but uh, yeah, they definitely had to go there, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't think about just the three kids. That makes total sense. <laughs> I just thought, like, in general, I was like, I'm not a parent. Maybe it's, I, I, I assume it's a lot easier to get in and out of a van, like get your kid and mm-hmm. they're all their shit and stuff in and out of it. Maybe they just was like, whatever. But like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. He literally could yeah. still have whatever car he ever wanted that had a backseat. <laughs> like you said. Yeah. Easy, yeah. easy done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's a good joke or whatever. Um, and I, I wanted to say too, cause you mentioned, uh, the parts where you actually get to see Paul Walker. There were a few parts that I noticed some, uh, of like the CGI face work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty good though, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably some parts that I missed too, when I wasn't paying as much attention. Probably. Um, yeah. Which is, which is good. I think to, to say for them mm-hmm. and their work yeah. on it, but, uh, it, it worked. I, I thought it would be a little more distracting than I, than it ended up being. So, Oh, good, good. Yeah. Um, this is probably my third or fourth time watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, 
I did notice more often where they did face replacements or CGI or um, they had him facing away from camera in shadow or, you know, something to that effect. So it stood out to me more, but it was with repeat viewings that that really kicked into me. Like this is the most I'd ever noticed it. But Mm -hmm. I mean, given the circumstances, I'm not going to fault the movie for that. Like, yeah, that's what they had to work with. I guess um, they had like 260 different um, shots they had to go in and mm. take care oh. of after the fact. Um, and I I thought I remember hearing that during the, the movie, like when his accident happened in real life and Paul Walker uh, died in that, that car wreck, that they had already shot like 70% of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know to what extent, like... Because, you know, actor schedules are, are so different that they don't always have all the actors, you know, during the whole filming situation. So sure. I don't know if maybe they had to go back and reshoot some of his footage or maybe he only had like 20 percent of his scenes filmed and mm. they had to fill out the rest or whatever. But um, I I saw something on uh, on YouTube where um, they were talking about the, um, the the writer of this this movie, Chris something Morgan. Morgan, Chris Morgan, he had mentioned that um, the original idea for Brian in this movie still is is there for the most part. It was Brian being conflicted about, you know, he he used to be, you know, into all this action stuff. And now he's, you know, reduced to being a father and, and he's fine with that. He just kind of misses the, the action point of it. So um, the, the main through line is still there. Mm-hmm. It's just not as prominent. You know, because it, it can't be because that actor is is deceased at this point. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. From what I remember hearing when it came out, because, again, I wasn't a I'm not a, I wasn't a fan of the series, but I obviously that was big news. And Paul Walker has been around, you know, for so long for us. So um, yeah. that was like big news, obviously, and, and hurt. Um, but when I heard about it, I remember it seems like I remember that they had that same storyline, but they had to tweak some things like. There was one scene in particular where I kept noticing one a little bit of the CGI face, but um, more that like you say, like it was like from the back, and it was like clearly like it wasn't him, like it was like him yeah. and he and Mia were talking, and mm-hmm. um, it looked like some of it uh, though it looked like it was actually him, so it's yeah. almost like they had that scene in a different way, and then they needed to tweak it, and it seems like yeah. uh, from what I remember hearing, they they, they tweaked his storyline more to like write him out finally to make yeah. him like right off into the sunset and it work this time and they're, they're yeah. going to have their family or whatever. But for the most part, like, cause otherwise it's like, I don't know where they were going with it. I mean, obviously Brian would still be a part of the series now, mm-hmm. you know, if he were still alive. So, yeah. um, I think it was more, more of that part and maybe the rest of the storyline was already kind of set in place anyway with the father stuff. So, yeah. um, but it got to the point in this movie where it was like, like you said, he's kind of like a, an adrenaline, adrenaline junkie and missed that and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but he's got to be a dad, so it's like at some point he would have to like leave the team. Like they keep talking about yeah. in all these movies, and like really like settle down finally, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's weird to think about it now because they kind of had they were kind of blocked in with what they had to do. But um, you yeah. know, where like you said, like missing him in the rest of the series, it's weird. Like it's it really is. He's a, an integral part of that. So mm-hmm. it'd be weird going forward without him. Um. So we have the the Hobbs scene, the first Hobbs scene, mm. where we see oh, uh, the Rock is in this movie. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> is he is he sitting at his desk, um, just sweaty as as fuck doing paperwork? 
yes, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what he does. Um, my wife asked, why is he all sweaty? I was like, because he's in a Fast and Furious movie. He's, Hello. He's Hobbs. Don't that's, question it. That's what he does. Yeah. He runs hot. Yep. <laughs> he runs hot. There's, there's, never, <laughs> there's never enough airflow mm-hmm. anywhere he is. Yeah. Just always, always fine. Yeah, he's fine in the hospital. Is he less sweaty in the hospital? Okay, yeah. But Maybe. His back is probably sweaty. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. You just don't get to see it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> James Wan, foot freak. Brent Hibbert, sweat freak. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> um, so one, one thing that stood out to me, especially since, like, because I, I've seen this movie um, out of context with the rest of the movies mm. uh, more than uh, the sixth movie, than Fast okay. Six. Um, so rewatching six a couple weeks ago and then seeing how it links up to this one kind of threw me a little bit because Elena, who pulls oh. a gun on Hobbs in the previous movie and mm. is fully on Team Dom, she works for Hobbs again. Uh, whatever, you know, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, I didn't even know that was her for several oh, okay. scenes because her hair is so different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she got it. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I feel like I should have. I just didn't notice it, and mm-hmm. it was whenever she was at the hospital. I, I put a note. I didn't even recognize Elena until the hospital. Um, okay. The entire scene where he was like writing her a recommendation letter and stuff. Did not yeah. know that was her. Oh, okay. No, there we go. Oops. But yeah, she, she, you know, she, she got her old job back. It was yeah. water under the bridge. You know, who it's cares? Like, it's like Brian going back to the FBI or going to the FBI. They're like, oh, you, you let a like a guy go and like all this damage and stuff to LA mm-hmm. you get your job back totally fine her as well mm-hmm. she can go live it up with Dom for a while come back no big deal yeah yeah Fast and Furious <laughs> so, <laughs> Fast and Furious no big deal <laughs> the 10th movie um, so in this scene uh, this is the the Hobbs uh, well I was gonna say the Hobbs uh, it's this is the scene where Shaw meets Hobbs for the first time for the last time no hmm. no because there's another movie coming <laughs> and uh, this is how the two are introduced to each other they have a nice little meet cute and oh. they're like hey do you, I don't know maybe like four or five years from now do you do you want to do a movie together okay and then uh, they're like yeah alright okay <laughs> but until then we gonna fight mm-hmm. so um, that's what happens there's a big Hobbs Shaw throwdown and um Shaw uh, really is uh, surprisingly equally matched with right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, it was written that way, but um, sure. uh, I, think, I think they pull it off for the most part. Um, there is a shot here where uh, uh, Hobbs picks up Shaw by the, uh, the neck and body slams him, and the camera follows mm-hmm. that movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does it like at least three times in this movie, uh, yeah. the camera does, where somebody gets body slammed or... You know, some type of major action like that happens. Um, but yeah, they uh, they fight and um, uh, there's an explosion and uh, Elena steps into, um, before that explosion, she steps into uh, backup Hobbs uh, since she heard the, the ruckus. And uh, I guess Shaw has a, what was it, a grenade or something? Some, so, yeah. some type of explosion that he ha- uh, he. Uh, rigs up and uh, Hobbs uh, jumps with Elena out a window mm-hmm. and they fall conservatively 
38 stories <laughs> to the top of the vehicle. And uh, the only thing that happens to Hobbs is he breaks an, his arm or a I, leg yeah. or I, I don't know. So he ends up in the hospital in some way, yeah. shape or form. He definitely has an arm cast. I, for some reason, in previous viewings, I, I was thinking that he had like a, a leg cast, but I don't think that's the case. I because remember, there's, there's no evidence to support that. Yeah, there's a, an arm cast moment later on. Oh, my I, God. We have to say that. that we have to say exactly. That. So I don't remember somebody. anything else except for basically he's like in a coma. Not a coma, yeah. but like he, he got knocked out uh, yes, yeah. briefly. And that's that's the extent of his damage was like uh, knocked out and his arm uh, mm-hmm. was in a cast. But um, yeah. I uh, also want to call attention to the fact that um, when Elena is still in the office uh, and she walks up to Hobbs, he is just clicking a giant captured stamp on a bunch of pictures. <laughs> Yeah. That he keeps at his desk because he's so uh-huh. good at it that he needs his own stamp that says yeah. captured. I thought that was really good. And not only that, I wrote a note about it and I was like, well, that's funny, but they're not going to talk about that. And then they talk about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they really go there. No, no <laughs> pulling punches in this movie. <laughs> you think they would just have some type of electronic filing system to where they could just like right. mark it with a C for captured, but no, they have stamps. They put over their faces. Yeah. The, uh, the faces of those he has captured. So it really obscures. Like if they need to go back and mm. track down an, an escaped convict, it's like, well, uh, what does he look like? He's got like a giant letter T uh, <laughs> over his face. Tattoo. So I guess that, yeah, yeah. It's red. Um, mm-hmm. So during this situation, after they, they fall out of the, uh, the 97 story building, um, there is a shot of, uh, Shaw seeing um, Han on a computer mm. and I guess it has his whereabouts and everything. Did you catch what Han's last name is? No. Did you Did you see the name that was listed there? Mm-mm. It was, l- let me spell that out for you. So it's Han, right? H-A-N. Last name S-E-O-U-L hyphen O-H. <laughs> That's right. Han Solo is the, is the character. That's fantastic. I, I, I don't know if it's his official name or if it's just an alias he goes by, you know, because it is in an, a, a, a government computer system. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I like, I like that uh, there's a little shout out to Han Solo. That's pretty amazing. Know. That's the only yeah. way I wanted it to go. I didn't notice that. But when you were leading up to that, I was like, well, I hope it's Solo, but right. I don't know how they'll do it. <laughs> that was good. I like it. That I was. approve yep. of that. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Now, so this leads Shaw to the point where he kills Han in Tokyo Drift. Uh, of course, the third movie, uh, geez, what are we at? Like sixth in the canon at this point? We, we've yeah, only so. just now caught up to the, <laughs> the actual timeline of that movie. It's pretty so crazy. So if you, rem- if you remember when we discussed that movie with Daniel Sanchez several months ago at this mm. point is what it feels like. Um, everybody had flip phones. They had a networking series of, of flip yeah. phones but that's what they were nonetheless um and now we're caught up to that technology finally yeah finally <laughs> um so yeah they, they catch up with that now at the same time that is happening um we're, we're back at dom's house the, the place that he was given from the end of fast six and uh brian is there he's he's loading up his son in the in the minivan mm-hmm. and uh, Dom and Mia are talking about, you know, Brian, he's, he's 
you you can tell he's anxious. He he wants to get back out there where the action is and everything. Oh, hey, there's a mysterious package with um, Japanese writing on here. Huh. Huh. Hmm. That's probably fine. Uh, somebody ordered a package, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, and that's when Dom gets the phone call that uh, that Hob delivers in the end credits of, of Fast 6 where Hobbs. Uh, I'm sorry, not Hobbs. Uh, Shaw kills Han. There's a loud explosion. Dom, mm-hmm. he looks at his phone. There's already a GPS map location. Oh, it says it's coming from Tokyo? He's doing a lot of, like, <laughs> mental math all at the same time here, right? And he looks at the package that also had what I assume he knows is Japanese characters, not Chinese or, you mm-hmm. know, any other... Asian Asian culture, mm-hmm. um, but I guess you know maybe there's a one to one relation there. I don't know. He heard an explosion there. He assumes his front porch sure. is going to explode. What happens? His front porch explodes. You know, Fucking he's Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Brian protects his son Jack, and uh, Dom protects Mia, and uh, yeah, the house is uh, house is gone. House, house is dead. Where are they supposed to have barbecues now, Brent? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because this movie is, I think, the first one featuring the core cast that does not have a family dinner. Um, but I think there's Very upsetting. extenuating circumstances, you know, outside of the movie mm. for that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but still, uh, it was missed. And um, mm. yeah, may the family dinners rest in peace. Uh, just kidding. They come back in eight. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, uh, I will spoil that one. <laughs> My next line, uh, my next note is uh, they speak in one-liners throughout a lot of this movie, I feel. Uh, specifically The mm-hmm. Rock and Dom. And, and Shaw, mm-hmm. yes, too. Uh, but yeah. I think The Rock, when he's trying to uh, explain things, I think after that, like, the house blows up and then, is, is it then that Dom goes to see Hobbs in the hospital? Like, soon after that? Uh, let me see here. Uh, I believe so. When he's yeah. like, I can't tell you to go, but brother to brother. I'm going to tell you to go. Yeah. And that whole scene is basically one-liners, which is okay. It just feels, uh, it's very on the nose in this one. Um, well, the, the listeners will know because that's how the beginning of this very podcast oh. began. <laughs> with yes. That, the, the from the <laughs> yes. Awesome. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> there's specifically a part, I, I don't know if it's that same conversation, but there's a, a part about the, we're, we're being hunted is what I, I put down. There's like okay. a whole yeah. conversation about them being the hunters and then being hunted. Oh, you mean where Ludacris, <laughs> Tyrese, <laughs> and Paul Walker are loudly having a conversation about their pending death at a funeral for Han? Yeah, okay, yes, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little goofy. It's all a little goofy. That's fine. Gorsh. Uh, yeah, so before that happens, of course, um, Vin Diesel, uh, as Dominic Toretto, goes to Japan, he's, uh, mm. I'm going to bring back Han. Um, and he does. So this is what <laughs> I've been alluding to for several months now. Like, ever since uh, we started the, the Fast and Furious uh, series here on Let's Talk About Stuff, um, it's all been leading to this. Mm. Um, we have footage directly taken from Tokyo Drift where Lil Bow Wow, Bow Wow, as he likes to be called now, um, talks to Lucas Black and says, hey, there's somebody here that uh, wants to talk to you or wants to race you or whatever. And Lucas Black is like, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> because he's a real, 
He's a real wet head. He's Is a dumb, Lucas dumb. Black in the house right now? Hold on. Uh, hello, I don't know. Uh, and like, uh, I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> should be the mate. But he and this movie when they when they put him in there like. His character doesn't fit that well. Like his his overdone accent, all that all that stuff just doesn't really jive with everything. No, it's Bill Bowwow. <laughs> hey, you got some information for me? What? He knows Han. Oh shit! I guess we better cut away to modern footage. So that's what they do. Um, it's it's some throwback or some some footage directly from Tokyo Drift. And you see Lucas Black looking just like he did in Tokyo Drift because that's when it was filmed. And then Mm. the next footage is modern Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto and modern Lucas Black as a 57-year-old Lucas Black (laughs) playing whatever character his name was in Tokyo Drift. Uh Um, Steven, did you notice a visible difference between Uh the two? So you talked about it enough that, for one, I did, regardless. But, uh, but yeah, they really could have used Marvel's de-aging technology. Uh, they, they basically were like, He'll put him in a black shirt. He looks the same, right? Let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty uh, epic. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it's like out of all the like, facial um, CGI and facial replacement technology they used yeah. for this movie... Uh, I could have <laughs> yeah right could have used another couple of shots you know <laughs> I also love too it's not just him it's the the whole way like they don't even show them race like they do they start at the end of uh, Tokyo Drift <laughs> yeah. you know they're just like uh-huh. in, they're just done and Dom won in that huge ass boat of a car and he just yeah. has a throwaway line like yeah they say American muscle can't drift no, it can't. I don't. I don't think that your car would have beat his in a fucking tiny parking garage. Yeah. But they're just like, no, Dom won. He got his respect, yeah. I guess. Now they can talk about Han, and they just kind of, yeah. kind of blow past it. it. I mean, I guess I kind of get why they needed to go there with Han's stuff, but um, I didn't need Lucas Black back in here. I was, I was good. No, no, it's okay. But he had the the cross necklace or, or whatever. Oh, that's right. Like, I can't keep track of, like, where that necklace is. I know. Like, honestly, I don't care. Like, sometimes Dom has it. Sometimes Lucas Black has it. I, like, it, yeah. it seems like it jumps all over the place. It's, I, I don't know why they continue to go back to it. There's, uh, in Fast Five, um, Elena has it at a certain point. And mm-hmm. that one's more of, a, like, a one-to-one thing because Dom loses it off of his neck. I don't, I don't know how. There's, like, a scuffle or something. Yeah. She picks it up, and then he goes back, and he Batmans into her house and takes yeah. it. And then... That's right on from there but i don't know i don't know i didn't know why shaw had it to leave at han's car and what that was supposed to mean i didn't get it i, I didn't get how it got from place to place Mm-mm. that was what i no. but also yeah i'm kind of with you like i didn't really care to like track it back and be like i wasn't like a big deal it was just kind of like i don't know why mm-hmm. this is here and how it gets around it's a magical necklace getting people superpowers and shit i don't know what's <laughs> happening <laughs> It's like that plant in uh, uh, Black Panther where yeah. it gives them like those extra normal abilities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just uh, whomever wears the cross has the powers of Dominic Toretto. It's yeah. like Mjolnir in a way, you know? Yeah. They're really setting up the lore behind this, this whole storyline, and I think that's good. Yeah. Building it up. Um, so, yeah, Lucas Black, 57 years old in mm-hmm. this movie, playing a 17-year-old? Yeah. Sure. Totally yeah, she off 40 years. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. No big deal. Um, so, yeah, and then jumping back to the funeral where they're loudly talking at the funeral. Mm. Everyone else is being quiet. Dominic Toretto's, uh, he's Batman, but he's also Spider-Man and that his Spidey sense was going <laughs> off. He sees a car he doesn't recognize. Wants to get a better look at it. Just, you know, shoot the shit. Yeah. Um, turns out it's Shaw. Dun, dun, and dun. he and Shaw, they find themselves in some like underground something or other. And um, this is uh, where they play chicken. Yeah. And they essentially fight their cars. Mm-hmm. Car fighters yep. is what this franchise needs to be renamed. Um, they both lose because yeah. both their cars get fucked up. <laughs> and uh, there's a, a part where Vin Diesel, he sees like a reinforced chassis in Shaw's car. And he says something to the effect of uh, he, he considers that like cheating or whatever. He said is like going into something with a something. I don't remember what the line is, but he, <laughs> he alludes that. to it cheating or being cheating. And then I was like, yeah, but you you race with Nos. Like that is cheating. Like mm-hmm. either nobody has Nos or everybody has it. Yeah, right. Why is this the dividing line for you? Yeah. He he's a, a an evil person. He's going to use his car as a weapon. He's probably mm-hmm. going to reinforce it so he can keep driving it and do it over and over again, but Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Evidently I, uh, that was a, a bone of contention for Dom. I I thought it was weird. I I I like uh when movies they like play chicken and stuff because it's always like what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. But at this one, they just like neither of them chickened out. They both just like full on hit each other and then walk out of their cars naturally. Oh yeah, they walk out fine. No one's totally bloody fine. at all. No <laughs> yeah. lacerations. No like. I don't even know if either of them had seatbelts on. I was gonna say no yeah, like right? <laughs> yeah. seatbelt marks across their chest, but but yeah, they're they're fine. They get out um, and they're gonna have a showdown. Um, Dom pulls out his his. Uh, sledgehammer that he had mm-hmm. that he uses for smashing headstones yeah which like it's probably a good thing he wasn't at han's funeral any longer because <laughs> just from like muscle memory he may have tried to destroy his headstone you know um but uh but shaw pulls out a gun and is going to shoot him but then a swat team of sorts shows up yeah. and this is where we have the introduction of kurt russell as mr nobody which is fucking cool like kurt russell yeah. all day every day right? and everything yes now let the record show that uh, today is Sunday, May 12th, 2019. So should any uh, stories of improper um, <laughs> behavior in the media come out, we don't know about it yet. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully it, hopefully it doesn't happen mm-hmm. uh, for either the victims or Mr. Russell. But, you know, at this point, Stephen and I are both on board. Oh, he's awesome. Russell. Yeah. Yeah. He seems, um, he's like a legit yeah. cool dude, but he's yeah. been in so much crazy shit over time. And when he showed up in this, I was all about it. I forgot that he showed up in the series again, because I didn't mm-hmm. really follow, uh, the trailers and stuff as these movies came out. And then, uh, his role in like his organization is fucking badass. Yeah. I was all about it. And I know that he was, he got this film and he was like, huh, this is, uh, really light on story or character development but you know what i'm fucking going for it and he does kurt russell is so fucking charming Mm -hmm. as an actor uh they should really rename him flirt russell you know what i'm saying he just winks at the camera every (laughs) every shot he's in (laughs) winks directly at it it's his trademark yeah that's it he's fucking sexy so it works that's how he stays in character Uh you know 
All of America just went from six to midnight. That's right. <laughs> Restart the doomsday clock. <laughs> yeah, and he, uh, they have that joke about uh, he offers him booze. And you mentioned this earlier. Dom is like, I'm a Corona man. And they pull out a fucking bucket of Coronas. I yeah. was like, yes. The, and, and the bucket has the Corona yeah. <laughs> uh, logo on it. And then Dom mentions it later, too. Like, they go through a little more exposition. And then Dom is like, no, I'm just going to go drink that bucket of, like, six Coronas and go do yeah. my thing or whatever. Like, he's like, yeah. I'm itching to get back to that bucket, though. Like, you pull the bucket <laughs> out, I want it, you know? <laughs> Can I keep the bucket or do I have to yeah. give it back? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is this is when uh, Mr. Nobody has recruited Dom and taken him to his organizations. I, I'm honestly not able to remember what organization it is. Yeah. But uh, let's say it's the Fast and Furious Universe's version of Shield. You know. Yeah. yeah. They're a, a separate body that does. Um, world policing i guess sure. i don't know they kind of go in between dance between the raindrops mm. of oh, wow. um government uh stuff <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> nailed it <laughs> of society yeah yeah They're like ghosts. Yeah. it was really interesting i like this plot line um like it's like shield like you said um i i put a note that it's it's like i like this new incarnation of their team because we've gone from like street racers stealing you know, VHS players, VCRs, <laughs> and then uh, they've progressed and they've done all these like really complex things and like honestly shown their skills as a team, as, as cheesy as it all is, you know. Uh, yeah. But this is like, now what if their team had a larger team backing them up with like lots of money and all the car toys they could ever want? And it's right. like you get to see a whole new thing where it's like, what if they had actual like backing from a high powered group? And it's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. They do really well with it. I like how the storyline goes. It's really, it really fucking works when it shouldn't work. Right, yeah. Um, so this is the scene where they, they gather the team. And it's not like in the previous movies where they have to like go out and individually, like everyone's like lost to the wind and you have to bring them all back individually. It's just he rounds up the team and then they're all there. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're back to um, just being on top of whatever mission they're they're doing. So... That's nice. It's not like the uh, the X Men movies where you have to go back, you have to talk to Magneto yet again. Look, I know we've been through this. Uh, what are we on? Five, six, uh, seven times now. Um, we need you right. to help. I'll never help you. Three minutes later, okay, <laughs> I'm down. But it will betray you. Show up. Look, they're they're all friends. You know, they they kind of get how the the mm-hmm. system works. They they they're there to back each other up. Um, you know, they're, they're a family, like yeah. Dom says. So, um, they ha- have each other's backs and, um, uh, uh, fuck. Tyrese's character is named Tyrese. Tyrese. <laughs> Roman. Uh, Roman. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh, he, <laughs> like the part where they're trying to make a plan to get the, um, the, the God's eye mm-hmm. and rescue a, a character called Ramsey. Um, he, he wants to run the show, you know? He, he wants to step up as a leader, and yeah. he decides to make a plan, and the plan is bonkers. Straight up bonkers. Um, you know, there's some back and forth between, you know, the, the people surrounding mm-hmm. the table there. But Kurt Russell's like, hey, whatever you need. Like, he's real enthusiastic. He's like, hey, you need some cars? We got it. Consider my place, your play shop, do whatever you need. 
he's a he's a chill dude yeah you know? he really is he, he like he's he's in charge of this agency but you know whatever he's like we got what you need money is no object yeah so roman uh decides hey you know we need to just start here on this path like down this winding mountain road and we'll, we'll, we'll just start there because we'll never expect us because it's hard to get to uh some say impossible mm. and um uh, somebody has a plan for how to get there I th- maybe it's ludicrous I don't know. Probably, yeah. One, one, one of the other characters uh-huh. there. And uh, cuts to a shot of various characters. Oh, and Letty shows up, by the way. Yeah. She's just, <laughs> she, I don't know she why did. she wasn't there to begin with, but yeah, she was like, hey, I'm here. Like, she oh, was okay, finding cool. herself, remember? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, So it's all of them. They're in cars. In some place dark. We, we don't know. We don't know where it is. Mm. Come to find out, they're inside of a cargo plane, inside of these these cars. And uh, the plan is to skydive all of these cars mm-hmm. out of this plane onto the road. Because, sure, why not? Yep. It's Fast and Furious. Go for it. Um, and most of them, I think four of the five of them, just uh, slam it in reverse and haul ass out of the back of the plane. Roman, he can't do it. He's not yeah. going to follow his own plan, essentially. Uh, the the scene where he's like radioing them is like, guys, I'm sorry, I can't, I just can't do it. I'm gonna stay up here. We'll have your backs from up here. He's he like, I'll, like I'll be with the pilot. We'll watch you guys. It's fine. Yeah. Like, what are you holding do? down from up here? It's like yeah. you can't do anything. They're not doing anything. They're just going back home. Uh, but Ludicrous has rigged up his um, the the parachute on the car. One mm-hmm. of them to uh, fly out. And it sucks Roman out of the car, even with him slamming on the brakes. It sucks him right out of the uh, the the plane. I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, so all all five of them are are dropping, and uh, they release their parachutes, and you've got these little like uh, floating cars floating down to the pathway. Yeah. How do they get directed over there? I don't know. It's a movie. It you works. Know? It works. You know. I I put parachuting cars. I like it. It looks yep. good. Uh, again, it's the thing I forgot. I, I feel like I probably saw this in a trailer or like I knew about it at least or whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. did not know it was coming. Uh, and it looked, it was pretty rad. It looked fucking scary. Right. And I thought mm-hmm. during that scene in particular, I was like, Paul Walker, like his character, Brian, is an adrenaline mm-hmm. junkie. And he is a father yeah. now. And he should not be parachuting out of a plane in a fucking car, but he looks so happy. <laughs> <laughs> he is like down for that ride. He's uh, having a good time. Yeah, and uh, they just go with it. I think that's uh, that'd be terrifying. Mm-hmm. I used to want to skydive, not really anymore. When I was no. younger, um, never thought about doing it in a car, you huh. know. And uh, but they just go for it. They're just like, yeah, this is what we need to do. This is the plan. And I like, like you said too, like Kurt Russell's just like, fuck it. Here's some money. <laughs> here's some cars. Here's some parachutes. Here's a cargo plane. Go for it. Get it done. Like, they just really go for it. <laughs> he just starts tossing rolls of nickels at him. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, this is, I mean, this is $2 worth, but, uh, Thanks. okay, yeah. I guess, I'm going to need a whole lot more of these, but, all right, sure. Um, so, yeah, they, they, uh, they, they hit the road, and this begins the sequence of the bus heist, yep. where uh, they know Ramsey is on this, this bus being transported somewhere against their will. So the FNF crew are there to rescue this person. Mm-hmm. Um, now, during the scene, this is where we see Tony Ja or Tony Ja, uh, the uh, Thailand um, mm. actor. Uh, he is um, he's the guy that kicks the shit out of 
uh, Brian O'Connor yeah. uh, multiple times throughout this movie. Um, and uh, we also meet, is it Mo- Mose Jaconde? Yeah, I don't know. I'll go with that. Uh, played by Steven's favorite actor. Is it? Your, your favorite actor. <laughs> you love pronouncing their name. Which did you did yeah. Did you, did you, did Digimon? Yeah. Jamin? Digimon. shows up. He's he's also a second villain uh, in mm. this movie because sure. You need you need plenty of villains to uh-huh. go around. You've already got Deckard Shaw, but let's bring in another one. Let's really make this complex, yeah. you know? It's high art. I'm down with it. Um and uh, we see that uh, Ramsey is revealed and Ramsey is not a man. What? But a woman. Yep. Oh I know. Oh my god. She's a uh, a female. Um, I, I guess like tech genius. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, you would think, well, we already have Ludicrous. It's kind of like saying, well, we have Donatello, and now we have Shuri mm. from Black Panther. Yep. Sure, one is self self taught, um, and can do a lot of stuff, but the other one has just been raised in technology and science and everything, so do we need Donatello? The answer is, of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because why not? Yep. They didn't They didn't really plan for it. Uh, yeah. It just kind of happened. I know. think that's fine. Yeah. It works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, I like this scene when they, they get her because they uh, you can see their car skills and their other heists and stuff have come into play because they've bulletproofed, I believe it's Ludacris's ride. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. which he even sings, he says this is bulletproof, and then he sings, can't touch this. Do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. which I like. But they, like, they, like, form behind him. They, like, get in formation so that, uh, yep. he kind of takes the brunt of the bullets and everything like that. And this whole heist of them doing that and just, like, the bus and the way it all played out, and it was kind of, um, I don't remember if it was then. There's a part where it's in the desert, uh, the movie. But I, I had this thought during this, Brent, and... I know that people have talked about, you know, nine or ten uh, as we get through the Fast and Furious movies that they'll go to space. But what I yeah. want to see is a post-climate change, post-apocalyptic Mad Max style Fast and Furious film where they are roaming yeah. the wasteland. Like, I want nine to be then go to space and then something mm-hmm. happens like catastrophic on Earth and it becomes like Mad Max Everywhere while they're in space, while something in happens space. on Earth. Yes. Whoa, that's a good idea. And then they come back and they have to like do their shit, but in like a Mad Max mm-hmm. world. Yeah, that's the that's the perfect marriage in my mind. Not mm-hmm. and well, yeah, this is the perfect marriage in general in life. Yeah, uh, I could totally go for, for that. So I had this idea during that, and I think they should really go for it at this point. Anything is possible with the series. That's what they've taught us, and I'm really down to see that. What if that incident that happens in the ninth movie, mm-hmm. what if it's this? Okay. okay. So ninth movie, they're in space. Something like in an, at the end of that movie, you see the earth and you see like parts of it are on fire. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Visible flames from space. <laughs> yeah. Parts of the world. Um, and then in a, a post credit scene, you oh, okay. see, um, these different vehicles, um, rolling up on the Statue of Liberty. Mm. Those vehicles 
then transform. Yes! I was hoping you'd go there. <laughs> and as, as Megatron <laughs> and the, the various Decepticons. Uh-huh. So you're merging Mad Max, Transformers, yes. and Fast and Furious. All in one. Needs to be done. The tenth movie. Okay. The mm-hmm. tenth movie. They fight the Decepticons. They finally get Megatron down uh, to the, the final Decepticon to defeat Vin Diesel, fist fighting Megatron. What? Autobots have been mostly wiped out at this point. Oh my god. Or maybe they're in a, they're in Europe Is, while he's well he's he's standing atop the the Statue of Liberty well, holding an American flag. <laughs> I think what if mm-hmm. Ludacris builds Vin Diesel? Oh my god. The Iron Giant. Holy <laughs> shit. Yes. <laughs> To fight, right? Yeah. Oh my God, it's perfect. Pulled it all he together. Can, he can voice the Iron Giant. Yes. While <laughs> he's writing in its head. But there needs to be a scene where Megatron, because you have to have one last will our hero die moment. Yeah. Megatron um, rips the head off the Iron Giant oh. and exposes Vin Diesel as the pilot. Uh huh. And Megatron has, uh, I don't know, a spear. It doesn't matter where shit comes from in these movies. Sure. He's got a spear from somewhere. Sledgehammer. He's getting ready to, yeah, he's getting ready to <laughs> stab it through Vin Diesel. hmm And just before he does it, out of nowhere, the savior of humanity, Blue the Dinosaur shows up in what? all of her feminine <laughs> glory <laughs> and destroys Megatron. <laughs> I never saw it coming. And you know, because they don't mention dinosaurs ever in the rest of this franchise. It's perfect. It is now, fucking perfect. I'll be honest. I haven't seen uh, the, the most recent Mad Max movie. I need to. Oh I hear it's great. God. Yeah. I'm, look, I, I will get to it eventually. Yes. So... I need you to fill in how the Mad Max, other than the dystopian future setting, plays out in, in this 10th film. Um, like, well, I, I assume driving and, and a lot of crazy looking vehicles, but. I think I have it because I haven't seen uh, The Fate of the Furious, but isn't Charlize Theron oh. in it? Oh my God. And she's Furious. Oh my God. <laughs> Furiosa! <laughs> okay, wait. In the tenth movie, in the tenth movie, there has to be a character called Fastina. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. And then she renames herself to Furiosa in that movie. Oh, fuck. And yeah, wow, wow, wow. We have okay. really put together an incredible. Tenth movie, ninth movie, not out yet. We have no plot yeah. details at this the point. Tenth, one's tenth be movie off is the chain. Set. <laughs> I think this really works because in the Mad Max universe, I don't really remember what like starts, like why they, how they get there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because there's been kind of like they, they kind of rebooted it almost with Fury Road, right? And I yep. don't know if they really where they talked about that kind of stuff, but it totally works that in a, in a post-apocalyptic. Nightmare hellscape that is the Mad Max universe where cars and fuel are everything that Mm -hmm. it it could totally come from this type of universe where cars are everything to the Fast and Furious franchise and that they 
they inadvertently set in motion a chain of events that leads into that post-apocalyptic hellscape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through the means that we just described in the last 10 minutes. Wow. It fucking works. This, it's all coming together almost too easily. It's too good. I, audience, if you go see the 10th Fast and Furious movie and what we've described does not happen, feel free to ask for your money back. Yep. Even after you've watched the whole thing. It's fine. Sure. People love that. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the theater employees love that. Oh, you watched the entire movie and you said you didn't like it and you want your money back? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how we make our money. Yep. Why not? Totally fine. <laughs> it's the number of eyeballs on the screen during the duration of mm-hmm. a film. That's how we make our money. Not by taking in actual money. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows that. It's totally fine. Yeah. And, and I think that it's an okay thing to do because if you don't get the thing that we just described, the movie we just described, you're getting a disservice. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for this. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and set some money aside. <laughs> <laughs> to purchase tickets. I oh might even purchase God. a whole theater yeah. showing uh, just to invite people in. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be good. Um, it it kind of makes me think of the uh, the Sony hack. They released uh, one of the emails was that they were going to do a uh, 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Oh, yeah. Which they have since abandoned, apparently. But the more I've thought about it, the more I've been like, I want to see that movie. Right. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see Jonah Hill. It's his 21 Jump Street character with Channing Tatum. Fuck it is. Yep. Men in Black. I w- I'm down mm-hmm. for that. And I think that, that um, good or bad, that's where we're headed is more and more craziness uh, as we go along in pop culture. We're going to get more and more crossover stuff and just be fucking mm-hmm. weird, man. Uh, I'm down kind of yep. for the weird right now. And what we just described is even better than that. I think it's a masterpiece. I mean, look, look at this cast list for that Men in Black 21 Jump Street crossover. Jonah Hill, Channing yep. Tatum, Tommy Lee Jones, yep, Will Smith. Uh, uh, what's that dude uh, who played Thanos? <laughs> Josh Brolin. Brolin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he's young. Tommy Lee Jones come to the future. Time uh, travel. You're bringing him back, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course you got to add in Tessa Thompson and yep. uh, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a second Avengers? Okay, sure, yeah, why not? Guess who was in 21 Jump Street? Captain Marvel. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. that's right. Holy shit, it's yep. all coming together. <sighs> mm-hmm. And I I don't, you know, like I said, like they talked about it, and then it was unfortunate that there was a, a leak. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but mm-hmm. again, it's, it's writing itself right here on the podcast, mm-hmm. so... Oh, and of course you got to bring in those weird slug creature things. Oh, doob doobie bobble baby. Okay. Got to finish this sentence. Got to know who they were talking to. Yeah. They're talking to Kay. I'm glad you. Right. Yeah, glad you threw that yeah, at, yeah. at the end. Yeah, it was good. Yep. Um, what so were we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have, you know, I have lots of notes and I'd still like, God, there's like so much more to talk about, um, mm-hmm. that I, I don't want to, I honestly don't want to say them all just cause there's, there's a lot that goes on in this movie. Um, well, well look, I mean, you had, you had mentioned the desert scene where they go to Abu mm-hmm. Dhabi, right? Yes. Um, and, uh, they have to do a tower heist there, um, to steal a car because that's 
I guess that has the God's eye in it, mm. and that's what they're they're going for. Like Ramsey, mm. they thought Ramsey had the God's eye on or with her, but it turns out she gave it to somebody in Abu Dhabi. They gave it, or it was like in a car. They didn't know about it. Mm. The car was bought by a billionaire and put up high in one of his towers. Oh, um, I want yeah, I wanted to mention this. Mm-hmm. So the storyline for that, if I remember right from watching it last night, is that she left like a thumb drive, mm-hmm. like a, a whatever, like an SD card with this guy. And he's like, oh, no, I sold it to this mm-hmm. billionaire who keeps his supercar, one of seven of the world. He needed a USB. So I sold it. That's the storyline is that yeah. he yeah. sells USB sticks to really mm-hmm. rich people. Right. Yeah. And Stephen, you've recently graduated from from hacker school. Yeah. So as you're aware, in Abu Dhabi, very hard to get a mm. thumb drive. Right. So they okay. don't have as That's immediate. Ac- they don't have they don't have Walmart's over there yeah. where you can just get one out on a, on a end cap. So that was really the only way this billionaire could get one. Mm-hmm. Like he had some JPEGs he wanted to save. Yeah. Of hot air balloons <laughs> he was thinking about buying. So he had to buy this 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 car that was. A, a couple million dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he put it up in his penthouse, like way up there. Yeah. So uh, Dom and uh, and the crew tried to uh, have a they hatch a plan to go go steal it, go steal the uh, the USB drive. Um, and it's in in the car. Um, Dom lifts the car because he's Batman, but he's also the Hulk in these movies. And uh, Brian gets underneath it. And is trying to, to figure it out. They have some issues uh, to where they can't get it out. There's some um, uh, a, a security alarm that trips, and they're like, "Fuck, we're gonna be stuck here. Let's just, I don't know, drive the car out of this this building." So that's what they do, and uh, they drive the car from one tower, bust out the window into a secondary tower, and that's where Dominic Toretto realizes there's no brakes. <laughs> Didn't even try previously. <laughs> no concern. And of course, because it's the Fast and Furious universe, driving into a building from another one and passing through two, what I would imagine are fairly thick panes of glass for a building, yeah. you know, a skyscraper, mm-hmm. doesn't slow the car down at all. Matter of yep. fact, it helps speed it up. Yep. Makes yep. sense. And uh, so they have to go from that tower to a third tower. <laughs> And during this time, Brian is feverishly trying to um, extract the, the, the USB or that, that computer chip from the car. He gets it, and luckily they have it just in time. They're able to, uh, you know, uh, fly out of the, the doors of the car before it goes tumbling and crashing down uh, to the bottom of that third tower in some uh, janky-looking CGI yeah. <laughs> car uh, car. Um, husks but uh but yeah that was a that was a pretty cool it, scene it's bonkers it's as crazy well. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and right before that too i i remembering right they have to like break in there and so there's like a party and they're like you can't show up like you guys normally are and like you're like white tank top and jeans mm-hmm. and so yep. it shows them no montage it just shows them in like white tuxedos and like ball gowns all of a sudden uh-huh. yep. uh toretto's in a ball gown um yeah, and, uh, it looks great. He looks great. His calves, fucking nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, at that point, that's when I put, oh, is this the Bond movie of the franchise? 
And then mm-hmm. the very next scene when they enter the party, there are gold painted dancers. And I was like, yes, this is the mm-hmm. bond, full bond. Totally yep. going there. Because uh, there's mm-hmm. like superhero-esque stuff in this franchise. There's like heist movie stuff. This one is like full bond. You have the weight of this mysterious organization out there. You get all these like high-powered players in the world trying to steal shit from each other. Yeah. Gold dancers, tuxedos, they're going for it. Absolutely. And they do. Um, there's also a cool um, fight scene between Letty and uh, Ronda Rousey's yeah. character. I don't I don't know what her name is, but I know that um, Michelle Rodriguez had been um, uh, clamoring for, you know, some action mm. scenes, like some physical action scenes. And she does a really good job. I thought that scene was like uh, pretty intense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like really cool um, fight choreography that was involved. So, uh, yeah, I thought. It, it stood out to me. There's usually some pretty good fist fights in, in these movies. Fist fights as far as like, you know, <laughs> a, a fist fight in a Fast and Furious movie is just like, if you saw something like this in real life, it'd be like God's warring, you know, mm-hmm. there would be civilizations yeah. crumbling from the, uh, these type of fight scenes. But, uh, you know, they, they downplay it a little bit in these movies. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. I put uh, I put a note for, for girl fight. Uh, yeah, it was pretty rad. Uh, Ronda Rousey is fucking jacked. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know she like fights and everything, but uh, I don't really pay attention that much to that stuff, so I didn't really know her that well. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they first yeah. sh- like she shows up, it was like, holy shit, this is gonna go down. Mm-hmm. She could certainly kick our asses. Um, oh yeah, yeah, easy. Uh, Ronda Rousey, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, Stephen uh, <laughs> called you a wuss. <laughs> We'll see if she down. shows up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, we, we both live in Philadelphia. Um, mm. So Shaw shows up here because that's what he does. He just shows up in scenes. Uh, he showed up in the, the Ramsey scene for some reason. Mm-hmm. Just in his car, he gives Dom a wink. He's like, yeah, I'm also in the scene. <laughs> I have a car. How did I get here? I don't know. I don't know. I'm the transporter. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yes, that's why. Yes. Yeah. Tenth movie. Tenth movie. He's got to move one thing to another thing. Uh That's it. Um, So, yeah, they they get the the chip, and um, they uh, let Ramsey use it to track down Shaw, and they see that he's at, like, some abandoned something or other. I I, I can't figure out what it is. It's like Mm. an abandoned, like, oil factory or some type of factory. Sure. Whatever the case. Um, Dom and Brian go with Mr. Nobody to capture him. Um, He does this thing where he's, like, eating, um, (laughs) like, steak or something, Uh. and he's disappointed by the uh, lack of of, uh, SWAT team members uh, or the equivalent thereof uh, that show up to capture him. Um, And it's quite a few, so, you know, he's being cocky. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, he does this move where it looks like he's wiping his mouth, has a hand grenade. He pulls the pin and he sits it on the table. Um, and you know, there's a, a firefight that ensues. Tony Jaa shows up again and they, they fight some more. Um, but during this whole thing, uh, Mr. Nobody's there, he's fighting. He's got these, uh, uh, shield agent level goggles to where he, his sunglasses turn into night vision. It was pretty rad. Um, and he does get shot. He turns around, looks at Dom, winks at him, and then gets shot again. I was like, yeah, oh, I I just lay down that. the first time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I felt like I, I, I missed something in that scene. He kind yeah. of it was almost like getting shot, right? Wink. And I was like, no, that's... <laughs> and then it was like shot again. I was like, wait, what? 
What is happening? <laughs> You're being really well, cocky first, right now. As we find out later, like he had a, a vest of some sort mm. on that has like Captain America That's looking true. like chainmail on it. Um, and like in the, the upper shoulder part, it it looks like the bullet was stopped, but lower on his left side is where he's bleeding. Yeah. So I think the first time he was he was wearing, he's like, they think that shooting <laughs> yeah. me will hurt hurt us, you know. Yeah, I, I've seen that makes uh, the fourth movie in this franchise. You just like, you know, it's a bullet. What are you going to do? Just flex it out of your body yeah. and move on. <laughs> but then he gets shot a second time. And as he's like falling in slow motion, you can see him mouth the word owie as he falls. <laughs> I like laugh to now, see but it. it's, it's emotional in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it just sounds ridiculous, you know, when you have to go back and say it. Yeah, but, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, you, you get it. Um, so you think that he's going to die, but nope. Uh, they just leave him on the side of the road. He's got right. a an emergency thing on his, his smartphone. Not a flip phone, though. It's weird. Mm. Huh. He's uh, not really up with technology now. So yeah, I guess not. Okay. Flip phones. That's the way to be. Yeah. Um, so he he's left on the side of the road, and he's presumably getting picked up by his entourage and mm-hmm. uh, taken to safety to where he can uh, be saved. Um, at this point, they decide, you know what? It, this whole thing began in L.A. We need to go back to L.A. Yeah. And uh, this is where Brian calls Mia and they have a, a conversation. And every time I watch this scene, I try to piece together like was. Mm. Was any of this changed, like any of the dialogue changed on Mia's part mm-hmm. to to like change the story at all? or. Yeah was this conversation intact and maybe it was at the beginning of the original movie and they changed it to later on. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to piece together, but it is actually Paul Walker that's in the scene, mm-hmm. um, talking to Mia. So, um, yeah. Um, but, but that leads me to, to this question I had as I was watching this, like I told you going in that this was Paul Walker's final performance as Brian in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, were you ever concerned that they were going to kill Brian in this movie? Like that would be a, a way they would go. Like whether it be yeah. he get taken down in action or maybe he makes a heroic sacrifice of some sort. I feel like I actually knew that he survives. Um, mm-hmm. Like from hearing about it, that they like wanted him to, I, I think I kind of heard that he like just go, goes off with his family at the end okay. of this one. So I think I kind of yeah. knew that before. Cause I don't remember really thinking that that was a possibility when I watched it this time. Okay. So, yeah, which is, okay. I can see like a hero moment could be good, but it's almost like it's, it was already like, it was so like sudden, you know, his death, it was so similar to their fucking plot lines. It was crazy. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like that would be a disservice. Like it'd be really hard to see, to see him die in any kind of car accident, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. then they do so much other stuff that obviously it could have been a different way, but it might've just been a little too harsh for the fans, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I thought I, I figured he was sticking around. I think it's cause I kind of knew that in some way. Okay. Just from yeah. your knowledge of Context pop culture and, yeah, and one, something in yeah. general. Um, I did put a note though, too. I like when you said that, like they come back to LA and I was like to destroy it. Like you don't need to be here. <laughs> you, br- you brought it back home just to be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Look, we're in the desert. There's a bunch of sand dunes. There's not enough stuff to just yeah. blatantly destroy and tear up. We really need to rack up some debt. Look, we have this weird quasi-governmental operation behind us now. Yeah. We have money. 
let's blow some shit up. Yep. If you're going to okay. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little John showed up. Okay. <laughs> then they were off. Never shows up again. I feel like I had a thought during it. It was, it's kind of like, um, the Olympics. It's like they kept choosing a new city. Like, let's do our race wars here <laughs> and blow yeah. shit up. Like, yeah. as if it should be an honor that they got to come back to L.A. <laughs> but it was like, just keep it away from your home. <laughs> well, L.A. is famously known for having empty streets. You sure. know, rarely has civilians on it. Yeah. You know, it's, if you're going to destroy, uh, you know, parts of a city, I, that's probably ideal. One. You know, fair yeah. enough. It's fine. You're right. Yeah. It's totally How could it fine. Go wrong? Um, I did make a note that from this point forward, um, and it's it's been throughout the movie, there's been some like face replacement for Mm -hmm. Paul Walker. Um, Some of it, I'm not sure if it's because he had, um, he was already deceased at this point, or if it's just stuntmen and they're doing facial replacement for the the actors just to um, better sell the scene. You know, that's that's fairly common in movies. But um, it seems like from this point forward in the movie, there is a lot of CGI um, Brian in it. Mm. Um, and you know, during this, this sequence, um, Brian is, you know, he's, he's in his car and he's talking on the, um, handheld walkie talkies. Come on, F and F crew. Like you've got all this technology at this point. Like you don't need to take your hand off the wheel to talk into a walkie talkie. Just get some, <laughs> like, get some earbud things, you know, yeah. it's fine. It'll, it'll work. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I've noticed that whenever he's speaking in that they his mouth is covered and they go in there and um they can really have him say whatever at that point you know mm-hmm. to kind of help um better fit the story or whatever action is going on at that point you know yeah so um it's just one of those things where after you watch this movie a couple of times you can kind of see where they hid little things to mm-hmm. um make the movie seem more fluid, I guess. Yeah, with what happened. Did a pretty good job though, you know. Yeah, this also brings us to the scene where um the the rock as Hobbs has been laid up in the hospital this whole time for most mm. of this movie. So he's not in a, a large chunk of it. I think they only had him for Surprised me. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. For so many days. Um but he does see that there's explosions and and uh, action movie stuff going on in the city and he's like, "Well, this is where I joined the fray." So yeah. how does he, how does he go on to help them when he's, his arm's in a cast? How could he, how could he possibly do that? Well, if you're Hobbs in this franchise, what you do is you just simply flex the cast <laughs> off of your body. Yes. Flex it right off. I, I, my note says he flexes through his cast. Yeah, he does. <laughs> And he has all of his military um, or all of his like work gear ready to mm-hmm. go. Like it was, I guess somebody brought it up there just in case such an event happened. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he straps it on and he, he goes out and he action movies the shit out of his yep. uh, his remaining few minutes in this movie. Um, now, I don't know how damaged his arm was that it was in yeah. a cast, but also <laughs> um, was it just for show? Because mm-hmm. what he does is he steals an ambulance and drives it off of a bridge onto a drone, which is following Letty and Ramsey in a car in pursuit. Yep. He drives the the ambulance through a bridge barrier on top of the drone and crashes it. 
the ambulance is now turned sideways, he easily gets out of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And even though his arm was in a cast and most of us normal humans would assume <laughs> it would still be a little bit tender, he rips the Gatlin gun off of the drone, picks it up, and then proceeds to walk with it mm-hmm. off into the into the night. What is he doing? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> um, These are all normal things happening. Yeah, in real we've life. all seen it a thousand times. Yeah. Is, does this movie heavily rely on tropes we've seen before? Of course. Yeah. You know, obviously. <laughs> um, but it's really like paying homage to the films that came before it and did all of these insane things. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the 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 second and final Dom Shaw fight at the uh, the parking mm-hmm. garage. Uh, is it a wink and a nod to Tokyo Drift? No, probably not. Uh, I think it's just what they had available to them. Um, so during during this fight, Dom and uh, and Shaw again play chicken, but this time Dom learns his lesson, and instead he flips <laughs> flips the car to where it's only on the back two tires, and yeah. it goes in at like hungry, hungry hippos Shaw's car. Yes, <laughs> and he fires a shotgun through the bottom of it trying to hit Shaw and then Shaw fires up trying to hit Dom and of course it misses because he's Dominic Toretto aka Vin Diesel aka the producer of this film so he's like nah it doesn't hit me fuck that I'm done done getting shot last time I got shot was in the fourth movie I'm not ever doing that again (laughs) it doesn't do anything that touching scene where they pull the bullet out of me I'm not doing that again yeah Um, that was was hard I, I did love that part though again because throwing it back uh they're going to play chicken and he's in his car and you're like, Oh, this car goes up on two wheels. He's totally mm-hmm. going to fucking do that. And he does. And it delivers. And then he just shoots down through it with the shotgun. Yeah. I was like, I'm on board with all of this. This makes total sense <laughs> in this universe. Like 100%. Yeah. So they both get out of their cars. Dom has a shotgun. Uh, Shaw has a, uh, some type of blunt object to, to hit him with. And they do a callback to the, their mm-hmm. first meeting where, um, the tables were turned and, um, so uh, Dom says something to the effect, oh, so you thought this was going to be a uh, a fist fight or, or something fight. like that? Mm-hmm. Street fight. Yeah. And uh, he takes the remaining shotgun shell in his gun, fires it off into the night to where it rains down on some unsuspecting, <laughs> I don't know, child. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, and uh, throws that back in his car and instead gets out his sledgehammer and a giant-ass wrench uh, that he got from Pet Boys on sale. Mm, nice. Uh, and uh, they Ooh, both wow. dual-weld um, blunt objects, and uh, they have, like, a weird, like, sword fight, almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's pretty insane. And it goes on for a long time. Like, there's uh-huh. several things going on in other parts of the city during this time. Uh, that was actually the scene, for me, whenever I was watching it, that I thought, oh, this is his Mjolnir. His like <laughs> yeah. huge wrenches are his his weapons, right? <laughs> yeah. Of choice or whatever. So, yeah, uh, yeah it was interesting. Um, I thought they were going to go more of like the the Indiana Jones type of way, where mm-hmm. he was really just going to shoot him, uh, like maybe a shoulder to raise, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he he pulled a dom. It was like, no, let's get rid of these guns. Let's street mm-hmm. fight. And like he really sure. did want that, um, mm-hmm. which is which is cool too. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though he's pissed off about. Shaw killing Han and almost killing not only his sister, but his yeah. new nephew. Yeah, right. He's like, I'm a gambling man. You know, yeah. I'm going to go for it. I'm going <laughs> to win on my terms. You know, uh, now during this time, 
Jaimon Hansu. I'm sorry, uh, Digimon. There you go, uh, Hansu. Uh, just so you can follow Thank along. You. Uh, he he shows up in the helicopter, <laughs> and they they fire a rocket or a missile or something, and they blow up a portion of the parking garage, and mm. Shaw falls down with the rubble, and we see this overhead shot of Dom where he looks. He very much looks like Batman, like the way he's standing. His like knee is jutted forward as if he's standing over the building, mm-hmm. um, as if he were overlooking Gotham City. Nice. You know, scanning for uh, one of his arch nemeses, you know, the Joker, mm. Two-Face, Kite Man. Wait, what? <laughs> any of them. Yeah. Sure. And uh, yeah, he's, it's, it's very much a, a superhero look, which is fitting with this franchise. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, something happens like does I'm trying to remember exactly what happens to, to Dom to where, mm-hmm. to where I, I, I think what it was is he's trying to escape the rubble. He gets back in the car. The, the parking garage is starting to tumble down. So he's kind of driving down to uh, to the bottom of it. Um, Okay, no, it just hit me. It just hit me. He's going to take out the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And he, there's a sack of grenades that, I guess, Shaw brought. He picks those up. He drives the car like there's um, uh, one of the, the levels has, has fallen. He's down there. He uses that fallen level as a ramp to, <laughs> to deliver the sack of grenades to the helicopter. And uh, he does. He, the car tumbles down and, you know, falls and whatnot. And then the rock, he... He's like Hawkeye. He has an eagle eye to see exactly where that bag of hand grenades is and knows that there are grenades. And he pulls out at oh, this yeah. point his, his Gatlin gun that he's used to uh, shoot the helicopter um, is out of bullets. So he takes out his handgun and shoots the grenades a couple of times. They explode. Helicopter's taken out. Digimon is no more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the rest of the FNF gang show up and um, they see Dom. And at this point, it looks like Dominic Toretto is, in fact, dead. Oh, he's oh, he's alive. Oh, he was oh. he was playing possum. He was playing possum um, because <laughs> during this time, Brian is trying to give him uh, CPR or, or resuscitate him. Um, and uh, Letty shoves Brian off and is like, no, leave him alone. Leave him alone. I'll bring him back with talking to him. Uh, I really hated that at, part, Brett. At, at this point, yeah, it's bad. At this point, she's like... I remembered everything. It all came back to me. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, maybe you should continue with the CPR. That's yeah. probably the better way to go, but all right. You know, uh, but that does in fact, I guess, revive him or it, yes. maybe Brian's Brian was able to properly resuscitate. Him, I like that he's, better. He's so Dominic Toretto that he doesn't even like have a big, you know, gasp of air. He doesn't, yeah. He doesn't come back to life that way. He's just like, mm, I'm awake now. I'm going to yeah. listen to what they have to say. Let me, I was just resting my eyes. Bit. Yeah. So he uh, sneakily comes back to life, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone's everyone's happy. And, uh, and Brian is there. Like, Paul Walker is there during that scene. Like, some of the other fighting, um, he sees Tony Ja another time, mm-hmm. and uh, he finally takes him out. Um, a lot of that was his, uh, his brothers playing his role and mm-hmm. then, um, you know, their face faces are kept in shadow or, you know, maybe they use CGI to make it look like Brian. Uh, but during the scene where they're, they're trying to resuscitate Dom, it is in fact, Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really curious as to what the original script yeah. for, for that movie looked look like and, and where this actually took place. But, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, because they really did make things work overall. But I wonder what was going to happen mm-hmm. prior to uh, that accident happening in real life. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I was really mad, yeah, at that part that essentially <laughs> he's like a trained FBI agent who knows how to resuscitate people. And he's yeah. doing that. And Letty's just like, no, no, let me hold up. I'm going to bring it back with love. And I was like, <laughs> no. And then it works. I learned this from Care Bears. <laughs> yes, it works. And I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that it's was unfortunate. Uh, really? uh, but I guess love is a superpower, Brent, and we all know that. That's right. Everybody has a superpower in this franchise. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're not all the same, you know? Yep. Some people have sledgehammer fighting abilities. Yep. And it are functionally invincible humans. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you just remind somebody, hey, I remembered this thing. Come back. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Superpower. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to officially name, I think, uh, his sledgehammer as Gravebreaker. Gravebreaker. Mm. Oh, man, that's great. Thanks. Like Stormbreaker, oh, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It's, that's why, yeah, it is like his millionaire. Oh, my God. I'm with that now. There's a, Steven, there's an extra layer because Stormbreaker, mm. as you know, was made from Groot, voiced by oh, one <laughs> Mr. Vin Diesel. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I forgot. There you go. Oh, my God. Connect the pieces, man. It's all connected. We've been really good about that today. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I... We should really be Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's uh-huh. do it. Yeah. <laughs> so much money. Um, I just have a few more notes. Uh, basically, after that, Hobbs locks up Shaw Yeah. in like a high-security prison, um, mm-hmm. which I assume... I don't know what happens in Fate of the, of the Furious. Hmm. So... Uh, I don't know if he comes back. I don't know if Hobbs and Shaw is the next thing for them or they're like one of their characters. So, again, I'm kind of in that level where I'm like, I don't know what's happening. What's going to come next? Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting to see what happens. Well, you know how uh, Shaw's uh, prison cell in this is just full on concrete. There's maybe like one small glass hole just where mm-hmm. a prison guard would be able to see. Just oh, yeah. Stick his dick he's, in. he's in there, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want some lunch? Um <laughs> But no, there's like a, a tiny porthole-sized mm-hmm. window to where you can see the prisoner in there. Uh, otherwise, it's just full-on concrete, right? Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if in the following movie, his cell entirely different. Oh, okay. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I know, it, I know it's not like the, uh, the Fast and Furious franchise to, you know, really triple-deke you and uh-huh. uh, just throw you a, an entirely different curveball. Sports. Um, but it's... Uh, Things may change between this film okay. and the next. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's made entirely out of paper. <laughs> what? That's so easy to get out of. Come on, guys. Yeah, I know. They should have thought. Should have thought. That's okay. Yeah. Well, it's Fast and Furious. I'll let it. I'll yeah. let it slide. Yeah. Hey, did you see Shaw? Yeah, he was over there holding a set of matches. He said he wouldn't use them though, so I trust <laughs> oh, him. Cool. Seems it's like cool. a good guy. <laughs> yeah. He's mad about his brother, but otherwise, good guy. Totally fine. Yeah. Uh, so this this had a really touching ending. It did. Um, with, uh, you know, Brian is on the on the beach with his family. Mm-hmm. I think Mia's just still pregnant, right, with the new one? And yes, he, yeah, just she with the is. One kid. Yeah, the, uh, she's pregnant. Uh, one is on the way. Yeah. I don't know how far. I don't understand pregnancy or how that works. I don't yeah. know what her tummy status is. But uh, <laughs> yeah. she is, in fact, pregnant. Stephen, back to you. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. Um, yeah. This led into one of my, my favorite things to to laugh about, I suppose, in movies now, mm-hmm. where Dom is basically like, 
I'm going to let them live their life. I'm not going to say goodbye because there's no <laughs> goodbyes. But yeah. I'm like, what you're really, you guys are in the middle of a beach. And there's no one else around. So they're, they're uh-huh. going to see you just walk away. It's not like he just disappeared. <laughs> he is Batman. Maybe he did. He is wearing bright white. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the most possible sign is being reflected off of his clothing. It yeah. would be incredibly noticeable. Yeah. Plus he's uh, a giant man. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, Hey, Dom, why didn't you just say goodbye? Because we could actually say goodbye. Like, it doesn't mean goodbye, but, like, we could hug. No, yeah. I'm just going to stalk away by myself. You'll see mm-hmm. me for the next hundred yards. Don't worry about it. Also, where is he going? Is, yeah. he, is he just, why? like, going to grab KFC and then come back? Or is he is he just going home? Mm-hmm. It's like, Letty will find her way home. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to get some Corona. Yeah. Oh, yeah Bring him back to the beach. I need some Corona. All we have is Modelo, sir. What? He re- the last scene, instead of what happens, he just looks in his backseat, and that Corona bucket is sitting there, and he just smiles. <laughs> but it's, it's buckled up. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle yeah. the bucket. Yeah, but then uh, there is that nice scene where uh, he's, like, waiting at the stoplight or stop sign, and mm-hmm. uh, the other oh, car wait, pulls wait, up next to him. Before we get to that, oh, sure. um, where, where they're all at the beach still, and before yeah. he decides to Batman his way out of there, mm-hmm. um, there is a nice moment with the, the various actors, um, you know, Tyrese, Michelle Rodriguez, Ludacris, um, where they're all looking at at Brian, and mm-hmm. essentially the, the actors in the scene, and this is what I love about this movie, um, is that it it's almost as if those actors are saying goodbye to Paul Walker during that scene. And it's very, like, touching. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, e- even though it's not, you know, there's some face replacement going on there, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're still able to buy that it is, you know, Brian O'Connor that they're saying bye to. But also, you know, the subtext there is that they're saying goodbye to Paul Walker, and this is their version of it. And then, of course, since Vin Diesel started this franchise with Paul Walker, he has a special mm-hmm. goodbye or a special moment um, at the very end of this movie. And so, yes, yeah, back back to what you were saying about the, uh, the, yeah, so, the stop sign. Yeah, so like he's just stopped there, and then uh, Brian's car pulls up. Another car pulls up, I guess. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, they do that, that nice little scene where it's like they're going to do like one last race, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the You're CGI gonna... face or whatever, but it works. Um, yeah. And it's but, nice. Yeah, uh, Paul Walker pulls up, and he says, uh, are you going to leave without saying goodbye? And... Uh, he gives that little little smile and uh, looks forward, and they both drive off. And uh, I thought it was fitting that mm-hmm. Paul Walker has just a um, uh, an entirely white car, and uh, they they drive off. And uh, man, it, man, it gets me every time. Uh, like as they're they're driving off, uh, Vin Diesel gives a voiceover, um, and um, it is just kind of them reflecting on on uh you know being brothers you know mm-hmm. their their friendship and everything there's a nice little montage of uh clips from the movies of you know both of them you know it heavily focuses on paul walker of course but um it, it cuts back to it and uh vin diesel says something to the effect of uh when we first met i uh you know i, I told you i live my quarter or i live my life a quarter mile at a time and uh, I knew we were brothers because I know that's how you live your life as well or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it shows a shot, an overhead shot of the two cars driving. And then eventually the Vin Diesel's car goes straight, whereas um, Paul Walker's car veers over to the left and it drives off into the sunset. And it's just like, man, 
mm-hmm. is so well done. Like it's perfect. In yeah, a, in in a franchise that handles everything as bombastically as possible, mm-hmm. this was a very touching uh, tribute and send off for not only the the character but the actor as well. And I think that um, it really lets the audience know, hey, you know, we miss him too. Mm-hmm. So they it it really could have been botched. But I'm so glad that they didn't. It, it's the the best case scenario for sending uh, the character and the actor off. Yeah, it was really good. It was really touching. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, again like I, I'm pretty sure that I heard that he did like survive the film, the character, um, mm-hmm. and I knew a little bit. Like there, I think it was kind of. I feel, I feel like I'd seen that look, that little that little smile he gives in the car, like you were mentioning. Um, mm-hmm. I had kind of known about that a little bit or whatever, but um, seeing it all play out, it was very nice just to have them kind of reflect back on that at the very end of the movie and kind of do a mm-hmm. send off for, you know, them and the fans alike. So very well done, yeah. very mm-hmm. tastefully done. Um, yes. And then I tried to go forward and make sure there was no like after, cre- you know, any other credits things or whatever. I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked just kind of how they left it play, let it play. And then I'm excited to see where the franchise goes from here, but bittersweet to, uh, to lose Paul Walker at this point. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad they didn't have an after credit scene. I mean, um, it's kind of like um, with a certain other franchise movie that we saw that didn't have an after credit scene when it normally does. It's just like uh, this is this is all you need. Yeah. From from this point. Now, that said, if you were to just if this was like the last Fast and Furious movie you ever saw, I think this is a good send off for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I do think and I've only seen it one other time. Uh, Fate of the Furious, the, the eighth movie, um, is a fun movie from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has some pretty crazy action scenes in it as well. So I would recommend watching it at least once, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, as far you have as to get the, to the 10. main. Well, we have to get to 10. Yeah, get to 10. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. But otherwise, more. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like stopping it at seven, yeah is like a, yeah, I a mean, good input to their storyline. Yeah, like in your headcanon, you said it was like, what, one, four, five, and seven? Yeah, that's a yeah, good mix. That's it, that's good, yeah, mm-hmm. front to back, yeah. Yeah, and I think it sucks, like six had some storyline elements that kind of play into this and everything, but otherwise I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of forgettable. But yeah, so I'd kind of lock that one off for the most part at least. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's nice to have like an ending to this and then, whatever the next thing is, is like a new chapter for the team. And we've already lost some mm-hmm. team members, you know, uh, character wise with Han and then like Giselle, not back yet, uh, at least in any capacity. Um, yeah. so, you know, maybe, maybe in the future, who knows, but, um, things change and everything. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But I assume Mia won't be in the storylines anymore as well. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think she's, she's in not the made. eighth movie at all. Yeah. Um, and I, I've heard that they wanted to bring her back for like nine, but honestly, I have I have no clue. I don't I don't know what the details on okay. nine are. You know. Yeah, just ten. That's all we got. Just ten. Yeah, that's R- all we're that focusing on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all the the notes that I had. Anything else you wanted to mention about it? I think that's that's it. Cool. Well, I I, I definitely dug it. It was a lot more fun than six. Um, I love Kurt Russell's addition to it. I liked the uh, Bond esque international espionage mm-hmm. angle to everything and i thought they weirdly fit really well in the storyline of why they got to that place i'm down <laughs> for the ride it makes total sense yeah. um so yeah i'm 
I liked this one. Um, it's I, I still think five has been my favorite. Um, yes. So if, mm-hmm. It's just there's just something about it. It's just like really fucking good, and it's it's kind of better. I guess in my head to I liked it still as like a little more toned down, a little more real to life for like how they their characters got from what we saw them in the first Fast and Furious to that point. Um, yep. It was an interesting trajectory, and this one is just like six, and then seven is just like so bombastic and so fucking out there, like how how the crazy stuff they're doing and involved in, in international politics, uh, basically. And um, but it's still really a lot of fun, and this one did a really mm-hmm. good job with that. So. Um, yeah. yeah, I dug it. It was fun. Well, I'll let you know that kind of like um, Star Wars Episode One, Episode Eight of this franchise involves a lot of tariffs. Um, there's oh, a lot okay. of like trade disputes, you sure. know, things of that nature. Um, Good. So, I mean, yeah. for fans of Star Wars Episode One, uh, give <laughs> Fate of the Furious a shot. I mean, yeah. it, it really has the international intrigue, mm-hmm. um, and you know long drawn out discussions uh but in a like a very confusing way uh some say it's almost uninteresting hmm. but hmm. also charlie's theron is in it so okay yeah you know got that we, going we, we win even when we lose you know yeah fair enough man i'm down with that yeah. all right mm-hmm. well uh looking forward to uh, fate of the furious coming up soon we're not going to do it next yeah. week though no. we will be doing uh, just another pop culture catch-up next week Yes, and, uh, I have, I have yeah. some stuff to discuss. Yeah, and, uh, I, I I need your thoughts on some of it. I don't, Excellent. I don't know if you've necessarily seen some of these things, but mm-hmm. uh, um, I just want to get your idea. Take the temperature, you know. Sounds good. <laughs> Turn around, bend over, drop your pants. Say, I want to take your temperature. <laughs> yeah. Sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, fair enough. That sounds great. Um, it's always good to do those. Just gotta catch mm-hmm. up on pop culture. So absolutely. Um, so yeah, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, and you can contact us for any reason uh, by email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS Pod. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher22, and you can follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Absolutely. And don't forget, if you want to roast us and have us read it on the 100th episode, send them over to us. Mm-hmm. He just went through the contact information. What are you doing? You know, do it's it in the right show now. notes. Go, Yeah, do it right now. We will wait. Oh, that hurt. I just felt the pain of someone wrote something down about me. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Uh, I didn't <laughs> know you your... could feel that. Oh, let me backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> Uh, this is a lot of backspacing. You pull uh, up like a fucking voodoo doll of me with like a needle at its heart. You can see that? Oh man, I thought uh, it was below the camera. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, I'm, we're looking forward to uh, the 100th episode coming up. Should be a good time. And uh, yeah, so please send those along. Brent, is there anything else for you today? Uh, no. No, I'm tapped Sweet. out. Absolutely. This has been a tough one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got through it though. So, we did. Well, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Oh boy. And uh, yet another week goes by where I have failed hmm. to even consider a sync word. It always gets up right until the point where I count us down to record, where I'm like, oh, yeah, we have to sync with something. Sure. Mm. Mm. Well, I never think of anything at all, really, so don't don't be hard on yourself. Um, 
It's hard at the moment, though. I forget, you know, what movie did we just watch? There's got to be some lines in there, right? I can't think of anything. I'm sure. Um, you know, one of the things that stood out to me, uh, as my voice drops out there, yeah, so one, of the, kinda... one of the things that, that stood out to me <laughs> was in the, the scene with uh, Dominic Toretto going to see Hobbs in the hospital. Hobbspittle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There we go. We got there. Um, he he's talking about Deckard Shaw, and he says something to the effect of, uh, "When you catch that some bitch." Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So if we could sync with some bitch, some bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I almost wrote that down as a note too. That's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, but you have to give it. You know, it, it, you have to perform it. You know. Okay. You have to perform that word. Okay. <clears throat> okay. If you want to do it like Hobbs, go for it. If you want to mm-hmm. put your own spin on it, okay, go for that as well. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Are you Are you in it? Do yeah. you need to Do you need to put together your actor's secret? Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. So, some bitch on three. One, two, three. Some, some bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see your like hand like whipping yeah. gesture. Well, you have to put it. Yeah, you have to get that sass on the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I figured I would some sarsaparilla to get that much hey. sass. <laughs> you know me. I love my sarsaparilla. Absolutely. What even, what even is that? Is it RC? <laughs> I don't it's know. A, <laughs> if it's not RC cola, then <laughs> get the fuck out. Real cool. We're almost done. That's all we want. We just want to finish. We just want to talk. And there you are. Hey, are you back? For a second, you were. That's unfortunate. Still gone. Why oh, you're like staring into my soul right now? That's something. Really feeling it. So that's a no. Can I call you back? Maybe. That's cool. I'll call you back. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) God damn it. All right, and then we'll sync with some bitch on three. One, two, three. Show bitch. Nice. All right, and... What's our sync word again? Well, you know what? Skype is being a real some bitch today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though it's likely my fault for not installing that <laughs> update. Uh, we're going to blame it on Skype. Uh, so, some bitch on three. Again, okay. the reading of your choice. Oh. So, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Some bitch on three. One, two, three. Some, some bitch. bitch. Hey, oh. we matched. That was pretty good. Two Sam Elliots just hanging out, <laughs> some bitching. <laughs> Man, I love that guy. And when brotherhood come first, then the line will never be crossed. Established it on our own when that line had to be drawn, and that line is what we reach. So remember me when it's I'm gone. Been a long day without you, my friend.
Yep. Sam. Goodbye. I used to say I lived my life a quarter mile at a time. And I think that's why we were brothers. Because you did too. This is your car? My car? It's official. You're all free. Home sweet home. <laughs> See?